0: Welcome to Thursday night at the Speakeasy Cafe. We would like to invite you to take the stage for the Sound of Ink Open Mic Poetry Night. Now, let's get started. I want your ink in our ears. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Speakeasy Cafe Open Mic Poetry Show, the Sound of Ink. It is going to be an amazing night tonight. It's been a really crazy week. I've been doing yard work and cleaning my car and you know doing all those spring things. So it's it's kind of nice. It's been amazing weather out here. I'm really dealt with it, so I heard that uh, Colorado got some snow. I'd much rather be shoveling snow, just for the record. <laughs> but needless to say, being able to sit down with you guys tonight and share this time is absolutely going to be the most amazing unplug and highlight and coolest moment of my week so i want to thank everyone for being here we'll let you know the number if you would like to call in tonight is 646-595-3965 that's 646-595-3965 if you want to call in tonight i want to let you know if you are interested in putting together a writer's, writer's workshop with us you are more than welcome to do so you can shoot me a message. Let me know what your idea is. Probably the easiest way would be to private message me on Facebook. If you are not on my contact list, the, num- the-, the name is Nyla N Y L A dot Alicia, A L I S I A. Shoot me a message. Let me know what you want to put together, and we can set that up. You can do those as a pre-recorded show, a pre-recorded workshop. So you can record them on your computer, edit them however you like, and then send them to me via a MP3 file. We can do a conference call. I can call you and set up a conference call and you know maybe do a short interview with you in the beginning and talk. you can talk about what you're gonna do and whatever. And, and then I'll mute my mic and you just take over from there and I can help you pre-record it that way. You can also do the workshops in a combination of both. So if you wanted to do a pre-recorded part at the beginning where it's the actual workshop and then after that, Maybe come on live and talk to listeners, answer some questions, things like that. Whatever it is you want to do, you can do the entire thing live as well if you would like. You don't have to be a professional workshop provider. In order to put one of these on, you don't even have to know what you're talking about. You know, say maybe you wanted to learn, this. let's learn 10 different versions of a haiku. And you don't know them, but we're going to learn them together. You know, so just grab your information you want to talk about and let's do it. This will be a lot of fun. All right, the next thing I want to do is I want to thank our sponsors for our 2020 broadcasting year license. That year has come to an end, and we currently have a fundraiser going on right now where we are helping raise the funds for the 2021 broadcasting license for this new year. Um, that has a few more days to go. we are only four hundred and twenty five dollars short of our goal right now, as it speaks and I want to say you know thank you to all of you who are who are helping helping to get back that, that taken care of with me this year um, it 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 really means a lot you know it without you guys i mean we we're doing our fourteenth year here, and with everything going on in the world, things change you know and and without us doing this together as a family, we wouldn't be able to stay on the air. So I want to thank all of you who have, you know, shown the love in the way that you have to help keep us on the air, and you know, letting us know that this is important to you, you know, that we're important to each other. So I want to take the moment, every opportunity that I have to thank our sponsors for the 2020 broadcasting year. And we do this at the very beginning of every single show all year long because to me it's very important that you guys get recognized for the amazing gift that you have given us. The 2020 Broadcasting License sponsors, those who helped me cover the the sponsor or the license is, are <laughs> Debbie Kelly, Eric Sheldman, Sean and Maddie Golickson, Melvin Douglas Johnson, Rick and Sean Clark, Raymond Bentley, Gary and Noreen Snyder, Rachel Ward, Kevin Kraft, Gina Storm, Renee Cryer, James, a.k.a. Winsapien, Richard Ward, and Colin Kennedy Hume. I want to thank all of you guys so much. And for those who have already jumped on board and, and have gotten us off to a great start on our 2021 license, thank you to you guys. And we will be talking about you guys real soon. Thank you so much for those. So once again, we are doing our fundraiser for the 2021 Broadcasting License. If you would like to help sponsor the show, you'd get like this really cool banner to put on your your page saying that you're the coolest person in the universe. Um, We, uh, you know, I mean, all kidding aside, that banner is awesome. It really is. (laughs) But if if you want to uh, jump on board and help us sponsor the show, it would be really appreciated, you know, any small amount helps. And uh like I said we've only got dun 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 where's my Jerry Lewis kid coming out here with me. I'm carrying a little sign that says we have only got four hundred and twenty five to go. So awesome job you guys. I'm so proud of being a part of this with you and and um very cool. Alright. So now next. <laughs> We are going to go over, grab your notebooks and your ink pens, all right, we are going to go over your inspiration from the Inkwell segment of the show, this is where we give you some prompts and writing projects and writing exercises and journal assignments and that type of thing, so if you're ever sitting around and you're going, oh, I don't know what I should do tonight, just come back, listen to the first 15 minutes of any of our shows and you'll be off and running, so have your notebooks out. If I start running too fast or I get you confused or mixed up, which is known to happen, um, you can, at the end of the show, as I go through these, if you don't catch it all, you can come back and listen to the archive. It will be in, the, uh, in a podcast form, and you can just click on it and start and stop it at your leisure and, and write down these assignments. So if you want to just listen now and write them down later, great. But if you have your paper and pencil out, which you should always have your paper and pen out, Um, You can go ahead and and write them down with me as I go through them with you. So, inspiration from the inkwell. This is your writing exercise, number one, okay? I want everyone to have your journals out, and we are going to, the last two weeks, we have been working on, and we're gonna be doing this for a little while, we're gonna be working on observations, okay? So an exercise on observations. And remember, you know, writing exercises are not always writing assignments. They're not always, you know, sit down and write this, which is part of this, of course. But sometimes it's a doing exercise. You know, remember that whole you have to have input in order to have output? You have to step out of your comfort zones if you're going to grow? That type of thing? Yeah. So, you know, this involves some doing. This involves, you know, Changing a habit a little bit. All right, but we'll get to that. Anyway, so <laughs> we're working on observations. This was a really – conceit. I told you I would get you lost if we'll go down a rabbit hole. <laughs> we're going to be working on observations, and we've all heard those poems that have really off-the-wall wording or surprising imagery, especially in poems where they run together a string of comparisons describing something. And you wonder, how in the world did they come up with that? You know, it's such strong and unexpected imagery. It seems abstract and unrelated, and none of the things go together at all, but it all strings together like a fast-paced slideshow. Boom, 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 boom. You know, and it becomes unimaginably powerful when describing something. Nothing is ever just one thing. You know, my, my I used to get picked on when I was a kid by my entire family. They would laugh at me. Ah, Cindy, my first name is Cynthia. my um, name is Nyla. Say hey? that's where the Nyla comes from. Just in case you were wondering. Things to wonder, uh, but this, you know, how come Cindy can never just say the sky is blue, or how can she never just say that the grass is green? Ha ha ha! She talks so funny, right? So, but it's true. You know, you can't describe. I can't describe. I know you can't either. You know, we can't describe something with just one word because nothing is ever just one thing. For example, okay, let's think about the word love. You know, it's exciting and frightening and sexual and it can be quiet or lonely, happy, painful. How could you use concrete imagery To replace those words, to paint the idea and the emotion and the many faces of love with imagery instead of words, or objects, or words, no words, (laughs) words. For example, um, you know, if we're, we're looking at the example of love, it feels like a newborn sleeping or letting go of the bar on a roller coaster the burn of lungs um, desperate to break the surface, a cool breeze unexpected brushing the back of your neck. You know, those are all things you can use to describe, you know, the the terror of it. You know, the, the burn of the lungs desperate to break the surface. That describes the terror of being in love, you know, or letting go of the bar on a roller coaster. To describe one of the, what it feels like to be in love. So using those concrete images and making them solid can be hugely impactful, especially like in this example. None of them seem related. None of them the same thing, but they all describe the kaleidoscope world that lives inside something, because never nothing is ever just one thing. You know, and if you think about that when you're writing about something, and you know. It's pretty amazing to be able to use contrasting imagery to describe something. I think it makes it even that much more powerful. All right, so it's a real easy way to train yourself to do this, to be able to run these flash images through your mind as you write. You just have to train yourself to do it. And so that's why one of the things that I'm hoping that this exercise on observations will do. Okay. So, last week I had you the list you the thing I had you observing is I wanted you to write down all the noises that caught your attention, what they were, what caused them you know a, a car's hitting its brakes um, uh, airplane going over above the uh, when blowing a can down the street, those type of things are, are the type of things you should have written down. So I had you write down all the noises that caught your attention. It didn't matter where, you know, if you were on your way to work, at home, whatever. You should have had your paper with you and wrote them all down. What I didn't tell you, what I don't tell you at the first part of every week on the first part of this assignment is what you were going to do with that list. So this week you get part two. For part two of writing down all the things that made a sound that caught your attention, I want you to use that list to write a poem. In the poem, you are listening to someone having a conversation with you. Use that list of images of sound you wrote down to describe the conversation. And I was going to give you some examples, but I really want you to play with this one. I want you to decide who the conversation is with, where is it, what is it about, all of that. You know, maybe for a twist, you could challenge yourself to see what you can tell the reader about the conversation and who it's with through this imagery comparison without ever really telling them what the conversation is about or who it's with. Can you give them enough through that imagery that you don't have to tell them those things? That would be kind of a fun challenge. So again, using things from the list of sounds, I want you to help describe yourself listening to a conversation and use those images to describe what's going on in that conversation or how the other person is being or whatever. All right, okay, anyway. Now, I want you to... For this week, that's what you—that's what you have to do with the last week's host. For this week, the thing I want you to observe—have your pencils ready, ready, ready. Okay. This week, I want you to make a list and observe everything that seems out of place, that seems like it doesn't belong, or something lost or misplaced or out of order. That type of thing. As you go through your week, I want you to observe and write down everything that just seems out of place. Keep track of anything and everything you see that's at odds in its environment. And next week I will give you the topic you will write to using the things you observe and record between now and next Thursday. So again, keep track of anything and everything you see that is at odds in its environment, that seems out of place, that doesn't belong something that's out of the ordinary. Okay? Awesome. Now, writing exercise two, pick apart a prompt. What you do with the prompt before you write to it is way more important than what you write to it. Our brain is like a muscle. We have muscle memory in our brain the same way we do when we have a knee-jerk reaction to something. If someone says something, our brain will immediately grab the most familiar response or emotion or reaction to that word or to that the situation we see or smell. We have knee-jerk reactions in our brain. What I'm trying to do is to push you past those, past the commonplace, the typical, the ordinary, the overused, and I want you to dig, dig deeper in those layers. So instead of writing a poem to this prompt, what I want you to do is I want you to write the prompt at the top of your page. And then I want you to make a list of all the poems you could write to that prompt. So instead of writing a poem, I want you to think of all the different ways you can twist and turn and contort this prompt and how many different types of poems and different ways you could write poems to the prompt. By doing this, again, you go past the atypical common things that most people write about because they are—they don't dig deeper. It's uncomfortable to dig deeper. But by doing this and making that list, you're going to find unique perspectives and unique ways and new things to be writing to something that's pretty awesome. Just, just do it. You'll have fun, I promise. So your pick a harder prompt this week is Concrete Dandelion. Concrete Dandelion. Again, write that at the top of the page and then start a list of all the different thoughts and ideas and directions you could take that prompt. Think of all the ways it could be used as a metaphor or things it could stand in for. Um, you know, all the different things that could become the voice of or the face of or the shadow of or the blah, 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 blah of. All right? Concrete dandelion. Next are your prompts. Now, prompts are like seeds planted. They are meant to grow into poems. The prompt can be the title of your poem. It can be a line in your poem. Or it can be the general concept of your poem. Beyond these guidelines, what you do with it is up to you. So, I want you to number your paper 1 through 10. I'm going to give you 10 title prompts. title, line-in, or concept of prompts. (laughs) Number one, in forgotten trunks. In forgotten trunks. Number two, beginning of our imprisonment. Beginning of our imprisonment. Number three, with hands in pocket. With hands in pocket. Number four, on the fifth night, I woke. On the fifth night, I woke. And with this one, I'm giving you the liberty to change the number. So it could be the first night, the tenth night, if it fits the concept of your poem. But in this example, it's on the fifth night, I woke. Number five, all the world crumbles All the world crumbles. And see, I'm so hungry right now, I hear that, and all I can think about is blue cheese crumbles on a steak salad. Yummy. All the world crumbles. Number six, too far a thing. Too far a thing. Number seven, fantasy over escape. Fantasy over escape. Number eight, less kind than leopards, less kind than leopards, number nine, I will paint them shouting, I will paint them shouting, and number ten, ransom notes and love letters, ransom notes and love letters, that one should be a lot of fun, all right. Remember, with this you can, with the ten prompts, you can write ten different poems if you want to. Just go down the list and write ten poems to each prompt. In fact, that would be kind of fun if you were to do haikus. It's a real good lesson in haikus. You know, go down and if you had to like switch some some uh, uh, syllables around to make it the lines work. I'm trying to count my head. Stop looking, Nyla. Stop looking. Then you could, but to be able to go down and just write a haiku to each one, that would be kind of a fun assignment. Um, So you can write one poem to to all ten, or you can mix and match lines. You could use like line three and six and nine and jump back up and grab one and write a poem using all those lines, all those prompts in one poem. Or you can get real froggy, and you can use all ten lines in the same poem. All ten lines in the same poem. So, and when you approach these two, by the way, I want you to remember your pick apart prompt mentality. You know, write them at the top of the page and write down all the twists you can go on them. You should always have that in the back of your mind when you approach anything you write to get past the typical overwritten knee-jerk reaction rights that all of us do when we grab something that inspires us. All right, so once again, 1. In forgotten trunks, 2. Beginning of our imprisonment, 3. With hands in pockets, 4. On the fifth night I woke, 5. All the world crumbles, 6. Too far a thing, 7. Fantasy over escape, 8. Less kind than leopards, 9. I will paint them shouting, and 10. Ransom notes and love letters. Those are your ten prompts for this week. So remember, we're focusing this year on reading, 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 reading. You know, at any time I could ask you, though I forget to ask, but at any time I could ask you what you're reading, and I hope that you have an awesome answer, you have to have input again in order to have output. If you're not reading more than you're writing, you are doing it backwards. All right? The next thing we were looking at is writing uh, one new poetry form a month, meaning at by the end of the year, you've learned 12 new poetry forms this year. At the end of 12 months, even if that 12 months starts right now, um, you're not behind. You're right where you need to be going forward. So for 12 months, learn 12 new poetry forms. And that can be once a month, or I don't care if you learn them all in the 12th month. Just set a goal for yourself that within 12 months, you are going to learn 12 new poetry forms. That was a real challenge for me. I did two new... I did as my uh, New Year's resolution one year. I did. I did learn two new ones every single month for a year, and I was I was just terrified of of uh, poetry forms because I was a free verse writer, and so. But once and they used to it's like God. It's numbers. I don't. I hate numbers. Numbers hurt my head. I look at numbers and it physically swear to God something in my brain shifts. I can feel it wiggling in there, and it locks. I feel I feel the key in the lock, and it locks up, and it says, uh-uh, uh uh-uh, we're not going there. Literally, physically feel a shift in my head, saying, you're not going to mess with numbers. I'm not that way with letters. So approaching uh, form poetry, for me, it was real scary, because it for me, it was numbers. I had to count things, and then, I don't remember what happened, but... Something shifted, and it's like, wait a minute, this isn't counting, it's a word game, and I'm really good at word games, you know, figuring out puzzles and and things like that, word word games. So when I changed my view and started looking at it differently, all of a sudden it became really fun. It's like I'm going to make words dance, and that's what writing in form does. So if you don't do that much or if you haven't done that or if you've only done a little bit i really really recommend this even if you learn one and you never write another one in your entire life you have that experience behind you and at some point somewhere in in your writing career out somewhere someone's going to mention oh oh really have you you wrote have you ever written a villanelle so you can either stand there and think oh my gosh i have no clue what a villanelle is or you can think, oh yeah, I wrote a villanelle once a long time ago. It, 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 one of the, the, the awesome side effects, even, is that it lets you have a conversational knowledge of all kinds of poetry. Okay, so many, many, the the, the exercise, the habit, that keeps on giving. <laughs> is learn those new poetry forms. And then remember we were also doing write a haiku every single day. Go out during your day, and while you're doing all this observation and everything else, find something in your day worth 17 syllables. And this is one of those times that carrying a notebook is fantastic. You should always have one with you because we all go through the day and have these little poetic hiccups, right? If you have your notebook with you, you can write them down. And in doing that, you'll be able to write your haiku every day. So write a haiku every day. Go out in your world and find something worth 17 syllables, even if that's the only thing you do every day. You don't sit down and do your free write. You don't do this. You don't do that. You don't read that day. Write a haiku every day. All right? And if you jot it down that it's only 15 syllables, I don't care. You can go back and add the other two later. Or you can find out that there are like five bazillion different ways to write a haiku, and some of them can only have—I mean, I've seen them where it's only three words. So there's lots and lots of different types of haikus, not just the three lines, five, seven, five, seventeen syllables. There's lots of different kind of haikus. So you know, maybe you could do that. Learn do that could be your poem a day, or poem, uh, form a month. Every single month, learn a new form of haiku, whatever. But do these things. It's important. You spend your entire day feeding the adult side of you, the responsible side of you. But that's what you do. Those are things you do. It's not who you are. So if you devote all this time to everything that you do all day long, you you deserve to have a few moments dedicated to just you, personally you, not the world, not somebody pulling on your puppet strings, not someone pulling this leg that way and your hair that way, and, and all the plates that you're watching spin in front of you. At some point during the day, you're going to have to turn your back on those plates and give yourself 10 minutes. The real you, you, because you deserve that, and you would be amazed. I want you guys to pay attention to this, because this is important. I want you to start watching. Watch your day. Watch yourself walk through the day. And you'll be amazed how many times you don't listen to that side of you. You need to. Once you start listening to that side of you, the more it wakes up, the more it wakes up, the more you will feel balanced and the happier you will be, the more fulfilled you will be, and the more your art will grow. It will do your soul good. Okay. All right. I'm done with my my. my my Zenny tree hugging um um I can't think of any other examples <laughs> my my namaste. talk. okay, all right, now where were we worry, yeah, we're on audio track. I always start and end every episode, you guys with an audio track from one of you poets, so if you've got stuff, a performance you've done, and you have it in m p three format. And you would like to send those to me so I can play them on the air. You can email them to me. I wish I'd never put that in the email title. I've been saying this for 14 freaking years. The T H E the 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 word the is in the email title. The Speakeasy Cafe T H E Speakeasy Cafe the Speakeasy Cafe. Speak Cafe. God, I wish I would change that. I've just been saying it for so long. All right, so the Speakeasy Cafe at gmail.com all right, put something like mp3 audio file, something along those lines, in the subject line for me. I will grab those, get them uploaded to the show's library, and play them for the world. The piece that I have to start the show with tonight is by Clarence Ferguson. I've not heard this yet, and he can get pretty creative on his recording, so let's see what he has brought us. I was really thankful he had... He hasn't been coming all that long to show. He's a fairly, fairly new member of our family, um, but I love that when I said, "Oh, I need some recordings." Man, boom, boom, boom. You know, I've, there's some of you who've been here for 14 years, and I'm still trying to talk you into getting me some recordings. Uh, but that's just, you know, I'm not, I'm pointing any fingers or, you know, sad or rolled up in a fetal position on the floor crying because I feel neglected. Anything like that. All right, so yeah, thespeakeasycafe the at gmail Get me those audio tracks sent, and we will get those played. This one is called "I Must Be Getting Old," and it's by Clarence Ferguson
1: Jr. Here you go. Oh.
0: That's at gmail.com. Send me the files. I'll upload them to the library, and the world will hear them. Get those files sent in. <laughs> All right. Now, what comes next? Dun, dun, dun. It's you. You come next. It's your turn. <laughs> I get not shut up. You get to talk. The number to call in if you'd like to read tonight is 646-595-3965. That's 646-595-3965 if you would like to call in and read. Remember, we do take callers in the order that you call in, such as area code 734 is our first caller tonight, so listen for your telephone area code. When I bring you on, please make sure that you introduce yourself. It's really important that people know who's reading and that your name is attached to your work. Right now, you... Let me take a good look at the board. We've got quite a few callers. Right now, I'm going to let you read two normal-length poems, just two regular poems or one longer poem. We do kind of have full lines, but we're pretty good about staying, as long as I don't talk tons. Um, so right now at this point, you can do two regular poems or one long. If the lines get too much busier tonight and I need to change that, I'll let you know and switch it to reading just one. If that happens on your turn, I'm terribly sorry, um, but right now you can do two. I want to let area code 506 know. You are not in the lineup. If you want to come and read tonight, 5.06, you need to press 1, and we'll know to bring you on. Gotcha, 5.06. Perfect. Okay, now, the next thing you need to do when you're done reading (laughs) your one to two poems is give out your URL. It's really important that you are able to network with people, that they can contact you, you know, talk to you about your writing, the people you inspire, the people you are inspired by. It's so important to build up that um, social network for so many reasons. Guys, I can't even tell you. You know, I really need to do a workshop where we talk about how you how you use social networking to your advantage as a writer. You know, the traditional days of, you know, the old... Sam Spade era of writing, where you know you're just sitting there in a coffee shop in your little, little you know, French pizza-looking guy hat, and and writing poems, you know, smoking weird cigars with filters, and with your turtleneck on, and someone walks up and says, "Oh my God, that is an amazing poem! I must publish you." That doesn't happen anymore. It's actually much easier to be able to navigate the world now as a writer and get yourself noticed if you the steps on doing that. So I should probably really do I should really just do a workshop on that. So you guys will understand the importance of that. But anyway it doesn't matter just right now because I haven't told you yet. I'm getting there. Just do as I say and make sure you give out your URL. The other thing too is it's okay to say if like when I first started writing I went I was scared and I went by the name of Spirit Wild which was a name that was given to me the first time I broke my first wild Mustang when I lived in Cheyenne, Wyoming. I bet you guys didn't know that about me. I used to adopt BLM Mustangs and green break them, did you? Mm. Secrets I have. <laughs> but So a lot of my stuff is out there in the world, and it just says Spirit Wild. Well, who in the hell is Spirit Wild? I don't care if you use a pen name. You know, just incorporate the two. I I think it's really important. That's going to be my tip for the day is I think it's really important to have your legal name attached to your work with your pen name. Very, very important. So think about that. Think about a way that you can say that what rolls off your tongue smoothly, giving your pen name and, you know, then your, your actual legal name. You know, it's something I wrote under Spirit Wild could change the world someday. In five million years from now they're gonna be you know that that person's spirit wild you know no me
1: <laughs> that
0: was me um so yeah I just I can't I can't tell you enough and especially if you are would like to have your work published you know that's that's a whole nother can of beans that can affect so yeah make sure you're you put your name and your pen name if you use one on there all right so. Yeah, give your URL. The next thing you guys remember that we have a mature rating, I never know who's on the other end of the line. I never know what they're going to say. It's just me, all of my little onesies here. I don't have someone screening calls. So, you know, I never know what's coming up next. You're bound to hear just about anything, and you normally do. With the exception of, because we have a mature rating, you cannot do hardcore porn poems, no, you know, hardcore adult erotica. No bumping body parts, no tab A into slot B. Other than that, you guys are good to go. All right. I'm going to go ahead and give the first three callers so you kind of have an idea of where you are in the lineup. We have 734 followed by 731, and then we have 903. Okay. Those are going to be our first three callers for the evening. I'm um, looking at the list, 848, you are not in the lineup, so 848, if you want to come online, just go ahead and press 1. If you're here just listening and hanging out, I appreciate you so much. Thank you for, but there you go, 848, Now I don't have to say the rest of it. All right, everybody's in the lineup, everybody's queued to go. We're going to go ahead and grab our first caller, area code 734. 734, you're on the air.
2: Hi, Nyla. It's uh, George Wiley.
0: Hey, George. How hey. are you doing, sweetheart?
2: Doing just great. Doing just great. Hey, I have a question for you, though, before I read.
0: Yes, my love?
3: I,
2: I was wondering, all these years you've been doing this, do you still get butterflies when you're when the show's about to start, or has it become so old hat you uh, your heartbeat stays low?
0: No, no. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I have worked in radio since I was 18 years old. And you would think that because you're in a room by yourself in in front of a studio board with headphones on and everything like that that you wouldn't get stage fright. But it doesn't matter because I know y'all are out there and I know you're real. I've seen pictures, right? And it's the same way getting up on stage. You know, I, I have this horrendous fear of speaking in public. In fact the first time first the whole reason I started doing spoken word is because I had someone um, read some of my poetry and asked me if I would be interested in doing an open mic, coming as a reader to one of their open mics. Um, and I said, I could never know. I mean, it was just an instant throw up in my head. You know, my head was full of barf. I was scared. <laughs> it's like just that, that instant panic. And he told me, he said, that's, that's okay, that's okay. Maybe you'd be okay if we had someone else read your poem. And as soon as he said that, it was like the cackles on the back of my neck stood up. I grew fangs. I had pitchforks from freaking fingernails and it's like, Oh hell no, no one's gonna be touching my palms and even though I was so scared I knew that I was going to get up there and do it because I wasn't gonna let someone else do it. And he had touched my ego enough to think that it had to be that I thought, Well, you know, this must be done. He thinks they should be read You know, so it was me and me doing it. But it's terrifying, it's absolutely terrifying for me. When you listen if you were to go back and listen to 14 years worth of our show the intro to our show has barely ever changed if you ever notice that I say the exact same thing in the exact same order I have an outline in front of me with the key points that I need to hit through the first part of the show all of that is to keep my place keep me talking and if I can get through that if I can get through the first five minutes of being up on stage or first five minutes being on the air then I'm fine that's just that initial horrifying thought of knowing that the mic's going to go live. It's horrible. But that's why, if you ever wonder, that's why the beginnings of our shows are all exactly the same, because that's my self-medicating way of getting through that, that fear of speaking in mm-hmm. public.
2: <laughs> I see.
0: If that makes sense.
2: It does. It does. That's a
0: long explanation. I'm sorry.
2: <laughs> that's fine. I have two tonight. This first one, i am i going to take the bold uh, privilege of, of taking the first person as a person of color, which I'm not, but uh, this one's called uh, <clears throat> You Wintered Us Over, White Privilege. We tried to spring up, but you wintered us over. We meant to be strong, but you rendered us flaccid. Without compassion or comfort, you pulled the covers over our lives. We reached for the stars, but you let us touch only low branches. We stayed tethered to your impulses. We served you at your bidding. You patronized us as children and took from us what you wanted. As long as we smiled, you paternalized us. And when we boiled up some opposition, you stonewalled us, shackled us, and snowed us. You wintered us over. You could coddle our daughters, but we shall not touch yours. You expected our forbearance. We were but notches on your guns, pearls in your fields. His name was Reverend King, and he brought with him Gandhi and Christ in Thoreau. He stayed above your viciousness and nonviolence. He attacked you with words and higher examples of freedom. He dulled your blades and pulled out your canine teeth. When your bullets sprayed him, you just martyred him, and he remains only one call away. He etched us with permanence. You couldn't snow him over. And now we have tasted the sun and smelled the skies. We have cut your tethers. We have flown among the stars. We are now warned to our own birthright. We can plow alone. We will not be wintered over again. Go ahead and blizzard us. We've now got our share of the sun and peace.
0: That was incredible. <laughs> wow.
2: Well, thank you.
0: That was powerful.
2: Well, thank you. I thought it was a little presumptuous for a person that's not a for not a person I call her to write it, but put it in a we format. But that's how I was feeling
0: you are a person of color. We're all people of color. We're all, we're all we're all colors. And so to be able to look at somebody who's included in your rainbow. Because we're all one thing just different hues in that rainbow. So if you know to be able to look at a brother and 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 honestly try to put yourself in their shoes, put yourself in their place. You know, or or something like that is very commendable. I I think that that is a very beautiful, beautiful thing to do because think of how good the world would be if we all did that, if we all took a moment and tried to step into a different part of the rainbow.
4: Right.
2: That's true.
0: Very powerful, very inspirational.
2: Thank you. The next one is, um, different tone altogether, Life as an Orchestra. Don't play me wrong. Don't break my strings or hide my music. For when life goes well, it's like an orchestra. With the piccolo equal to the bassoon, the temperate timing of the timpani, the conductor's baton in harmony with my heart, all strings focus on the first violin, which bears my goals. A sour note can crush my ardent plans. A missed crescendo Leave me pale and withered The golden symphony of all the parts Is as vital as my life's rhythm What if I skip? What if I fail or break a reed? I am, we are The sum total totals of our flats and sharps A congregation of our instruments, our scores Shh, I hear the cello raising to the archers Opening the sky Imagine that my song is true so that I can ascend with the harp. Come join with me, musicians, playing my song and peace.
0: <laughs> I love it. Well, thank you. You're very even, welcome.
2: I'm not even a musician.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, there's something like to be that. said about one artist being able to step into the shoes of another artist.
2: <laughs> I- I have a poem. I don't. I don't think I read it on here. I have a phone call, and I can't play chopsticks. If I haven't, I'll read that sometime some night. Please do.
0: Please do. (laughs) Think how boring life would be. Seriously, if we only wrote about the things that we are, if we never tried to write about the things that we're not.
5: Well,
2: that's that's really what a lot of poets do. Mm Hmm. (laughs) He wants to don't get read by many people, except they're <laughs> <laughs> Oh,
0: my sweetheart, I cannot tell you how good it is to hear from
1: you.
2: Oh, well, thank you. It's always fun to be here. A lot of times I have conflicts, but the um, last couple of times I've been here. I love it.
0: You know, always just take a little piece of paper and write the the, like, print a poem out, just a random poem. And mm-hmm. write the show's number on it and stick it in your wallet. So even if you're out, like, on a business dinner or oh, I mean. at a family reunion or, mm-hmm. you know, something else important, you can sneak away to the bathroom and do what's really important and read a pump. <laughs> right?
2: That's right. That's right. That's what everybody does in the bathroom, isn't
0: it? <laughs> <laughs> Besides, I'm a firm believer in bathroom acoustics. <laughs> I, know. I sound <laughs> hot in the bathroom, unless, you oh, yeah, know, unless you're know. hearing me sing in the shower. That's that's not going to be good.
3: No.
2: It's more hard to write poetry while you're in the shower, too. I found that you oh, a waterproof. Oh my gosh,
0: you want to bet?
2: A waterproof marker on the wall.
0: <laughs> I am going to have to show you a picture. I am absolutely not kidding. I oh, do you guys got time for a quick story? I hate it when I tell stories, but I have to tell this story now. You want to hear a story?
5: <laughs> yes.
0: When you're in the shower, there's two places where you don't have a lot of time to multitask, and that's when you're in the shower or you're driving. And so it always seemed like when I was driving or in the shower, I'd get these great ideas in my head. But you're in the shower. You can't write it down, right? So one day I had this – I was right in the middle of shampooing my hair, and I had this idea, and it's like I'm not letting this one get away because I would never remember it by the time I got out of the shower. It would be gone. And so I jumped out of the shower, and I had – like soap, shampoo running into my eyes. And I was spilling my way along the wall. And I knew my, you know, I knew it was just like a uh, horseshoe shape. And I'm going into my office to grab a paper, trying to get the soap out of my eyes. And the door in my office was shut. And I cold cocked myself on the door and fell flat on my butt. Because I, my eye, you know, just so I could get in there and write that. So I quit doing that. That was dangerous. I can't do that no more. So I had this weird uh, shower wall. And I got a, a a regular pencil, and I kept it in the shower with me. Mm-hmm. And when I would think about something, I started writing. I wrote my poetry on the wall of the shower wall, mm-hmm. and I've got pictures of it. So I'm going to have to find it and show it to you because you will laugh. <laughs> Whenever a line yeah. came to me or ever something, I just, I'd just i turn around and write it on the shower wall. Right. <laughs> so you can't. Quite I don't know music. why I started that. Why, why did I think that was important to tell?
2: I don't know. <laughs> you tell me.
0: I don't know either. Oh God.
2: <laughs> well, I didn't mean to take quite this much time from the other poets. So I, <laughs> I really I I It was me. Your, Yeah, I appreciate you you uh your comments well in that And as far as getting um seeing anything I write, I have a book called uh, Why Did I Remain in the Garden? And I had, um, which is you know, on Amazon and such. And I have a, um, I'm, I have a Facebook page for poetry called George Wiley Writes, and I'm in some anthologies and stuff. But, um, anyway, I'm new to poetry, as you may remember. It's been well, it's actually been four years now, so, so I'm still learning, you know. And uh, take care
0: thank you so much appreciate you being here honey i really appreciate you being a part of the family and i love being here with you as a new poet not a new writer but a new poet and and watching you embrace it so amazingly and i forget that all the time i forget that you're new to poetry because you are it's just like a natural second language for you i guess is the best way to put it and i'm a huge fan of yours and i love you dearly and i just want to tell you thank you thank you for being
2: the Part my of his family music. with us. So, so nice. So nice.
0: Tell Thank everyone you. how to find you.
2: Uh, well, I just did, I think, but. Um, yeah, uh,
0: Facebook once again.
2: Uh, the book I wrote is called uh, Why Did I Remain in the Garden? Okay. And my name is George Wiley, and I have a po- uh, poetry Facebook page called George Wiley Writes. Okay. <laughs>
0: Thank you, George. We'll talk to you next Take week, Love.
2: Or For sure. Take care.
0: All righty. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. Our next caller comes from area code 731. 731, you're on the air.
6: So I'm listening to you tell your story about about writing on the bathroom wall. I'm thinking that you and Written in paint should get together and and do a duet and, and could do it. It could be the Sama Chronicles written in steam. <laughs>
0: Oh, written in Pain gets me in trouble. He has such a flock of groupies. And written in, Carlos and I are really close. We're really good friends. And, you know, so there's a familiarity between us and a joking between us that they just don't understand. <laughs> you know, it's kind of like being best friends with the hot guy. You know, all the girls just adore that man. And so I can't do anything without getting in trouble. But we did that one time because everyone was so convinced we were flirting so we wrote we did a collaboration where it was um i can't remember what the name of it was but it was something along the lines of we could have but we didn't so we wrote this poem about all the things we could have done all the people saying all the things people thought we were doing but we didn't It was it was really funny it was hysterical
6: but it's not really, laughing. we didn't put it out there. I'm not well, at all? I, too? I can't even remember why I called. What I I don't even know
0: what
6: I'm gonna do now? I'm trying to find it
0: gone. You know, Mike, I'm really glad that you all love me because I, I'm just I'm sitting there talking to George and I tell that silly story. I don't even know why I started telling that story. You know, I rely so much on you guys to just keep me in line.
6: Do you know why you tell stories like that, Nyla? Why? Why? Because it's your show, and that's what we tune in to hear—is your show.
0: (laughs) People all around the world do not tune in to hear me ramble. I know better than that, but I'm going to send you cookies for saying so.
6: Thanks. Okay, I'm going to read two real quick poems here. One's mine, and it's really kind of well—it's just a wordplay thing. It's—it's called a double n e e n n e a d, and and n e means nine, so double means nine nine, and it's uh. Uh it's three syllables each, six five, six, five, eleven, six, five, six, five, which in reality is just six five six five all the way across the board. Three, sil- uh, three stanzas but three stands this gives you ninety nine syllables, okay? Wow, okay. Yeah. And uh I wrote this for Donna and Alley because I needed to write about Florida and she lives there, so so anyway. It's called The Swamp. Double N for Donna. Springtime is now in bloom. Down in Jacksonville, buttonwood, black gum, cypress on full display. With moss hanging, heirloom, land of no good will. Sunlight settles, diffused. Hear claws scrape on bark. Be they lizards on the prowl or a swamp owl, no misstep is
7: excused.
6: Don't be cautious, past dark. This ain't no tourist trap. Best be passing through. Gator rules, roosts, prehistoric lands, seduced. Is this place on a map? Being bait just won't do. And as I said, that was written for Donna, who often hosted snakes in her garage because snakes are sneaky, so she relocated to the beach.
0: (laughs) That was incredible.
6: I'm waiting. You wait. Irene Melgoza will copy that form, and she will do a blogophilia. She will, I guarantee it. When well, she does, I'm coming back and I'm reading it. want we'll to talk about her love She lives in California. Guess who else lives in California? Look on your messenger. April Skies is a writer. Oh, she does a million things. I can't figure out what all it is. Uh, she's uh, from Ireland. She lives in Los Angeles. And uh, her Facebook page is, you ready for this, www.facebook.com slash Edgar Allen Poet. Well,
0: that's awesome. She's such a pretty girl.
6: <laughs> she's fantastic. She's magnificent. And we all have mutual friends. And uh, I've really just met her, but she's uh, kind of mind-blowing. I'm sure, just give me a short matter of time, I'll blow this relationship <laughs> God, I don't want to. Please just let me be some
0: Makes me feel one, you know, wonder, you know, if it's good or bad that I'm kind of like your fungus. I'm the one that doesn't go away.
6: Speak up for me. I need it from time to time. <sighs> you
0: All are right. my super, must bestest friend in the whole world. You're an amazing man, and I love you. And I am Thank glad you. you're in my life. So anyone Thanks. who doesn't think that can just bite me
6: two of her poems picked out here and I can't remember which one I was gonna read. I kept reading forth. I'm gonna read a cappella. It's so one that she wrote about meeting up with a friend of hers and I, it was like at a cafe, maybe an outdoor table, that sounds good. Um, and it's just really about their conversations and whatever. And it's just really light and it's it's fun. And it makes me happy. This is uh called Acapella written by April Skies. Acapella, there is a page I continue to turn to where a southern Pacific marine layer dissipates over a valley horizon. Angels are imagined but fall hard despite such hopeful wings. There is eye contact over whiskey and wine, an acapella rendition of a song few have heard. Time releases the universal pause. Music is made art adored, and poetry perceived in an empty glass on a lacquered oak wood bar. She knows the exact shade of her eyes, she is. She's reminded of clouds over the slow flame of Leonard Cohen, the blue burn of Coltrane and Armstrong. It is a thing of alchemy here in this darkened room, absorbing the sunshine of each other's bones. In peace.
0: Wow, that was brilliant.
6: I know. I I could I could read this twenty more times and still miss two or three steps. It's, it's it's intricate. It's cool. though. It's fun. Mhm. Like, yeah, it's like, I wish I'd have been there. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So there you have
0: it. Well, I am really glad that you shared April with us. You know, I I, um, send invites to her all the time for the show, but maybe you can poke and prod. And if she writes back to that, you guys could come read them together. Wow. I could bring you on together. How cool would that be? Well, I don't know about sharing you with another woman. Oh, I'm good with it. I'm okay. I'm over it.
6: <laughs> okay. By the way, that poem was published at uh, www.culturalweekly.com. She had a post there, April Skies, two poems. As you were
0: reading, I was scrolling down her page trying to see if she had it posted so I could read along with you, read it along with you, and I couldn't find it on her page.
6: I'll send you the link to it.
0: That would be awesome. I would appreciate that. I love the bathtub full of books that she has. That's like porn for me. That's pretty cool looking. Okay. So, yeah, that would be awesome. Did you want to read something of yours, Michael?
6: No. I want to leave it with her. Okay. And and you've got her her URL. I do. It's www.facebook.com slash... E-D-G-A-R-A-L-L-A-N-P-O-E-T.
0: Edgar Allen Poet.
6: She even inspired okay. me to go read an Edgar Allan Poe poem. I've never done that before.
0: <laughs> never?
6: No, I read a poem called El Dorado.
0: Welcome to the Dark Side.
6: You know, there's a lot to what you just said right there. And I'm, like, raising my hand at the back of the room going, me, me. All right, you know what time it is now, Nala? Do you know? Do you know? I know what you're going to say. It's time for me to step aside and make room for the real poets. Y'all have a blast tonight, okay?
0: We'll talk to you next week, love. Bye. All right. Our next caller comes from area code 903. 903, you are on the air.
8: Hello, Nilo. How are you doing? This is Eric Shelman.
0: Eric, how are you, love?
8: I'm doing good. I'm sorry, I'm working days and nights now. So I just happened that you have this day off and this night off. Got lucky.
0: See, so you, you've been working your ass off, and you're the one night off that you get. It's like I'm gonna go spend it It's a speakeasy. You are like the coolest.
8: That's right. <laughs> Thank you.
0: <laughs> you're very welcome.
8: Awesome. I got a brand new poem, and uh, it's the evolution of me Uh, as a poet. All right. You ready? Please, yes. All right. I once was a troll. Now I am a chimera. That's the title. Once I began writing poetry and prose, I was a poet and writer troll, always thinking I was on a rhythmic roll thinking my creations were written on golden scrolls, being in competition with my fellow poets and poetesses' goals, wanting to be rich and famous off my writings, conjoles, eagerly wi- awaiting for everyone to bow, tip their hats, cups, and balls, cheering my excellent works in extoll, shaking my hand and telling me what a great poet and writer I am, putting me in control of everything whole, desperately trying to always fit in as the good little troll that I once was, bereavingly striving for everyone to read, hear, listen, and comprehend my droll works, even writing for myself and hoping that someone would grasp something from my sporadic nonsensical knolls, never taking either constructive or destructive criticism from anyone because I only knew what was best to write for me in my strolls. Taking lots of criticism to heart and as personal attacks against my tolls, learned several different poetic forms and styles in hopes of finding my soul's poetic voice, whatever it may be. However, I didn't find it until much later on in my life, when I no longer needed to patrol and parole my works, realizing that I don't need to be a troll poet and writer anymore that I simply needed to be myself in order to see and reach out and reach my potential as an in- enrolled, mold, and hold mold, mold poet and writer. My evolution process has been exciting and super slow, definitely worth my while. I am no longer a troll seeking everything I mentioned beforehand because I realized it was utterly pointless of me. To let my ego bind, wind, and destroy my creativity. I am now just me. Neither a troll nor a chameleon. More like a chimera. Be me. My aim now is uniqueness and authenticity. Not fame, fortune, nor glory. Being true to my readers, fans, friends, fellow poets, poetess. Especially myself. By conveying actual messages. Not just fabricated form Nonsense that most don't grasp love to think that uh love to thank everyone that helped me reach my potential and not giving up on me i truly appreciate you all that's end, peace
0: i love that i love that because it's so freaking true and so honest you know how when we first start discovering you know, we, we do a lot of things, but then we discover something we do well and something we love and something we're passionate about. And that ego is so there. And people don't like to admit it, but it really is. You know, when I first started writing, I wouldn't even read anyone else's work because I didn't want them to taint what was me. It's like, oh, my God, you've got to be kidding me. <laughs> I look back on that, that whole thinking. You know, I can't read someone because they might influence me. What, really? God, I was so naive yeah, think- and dumb
5: right you know yeah
0: and uh <laughs> you know so to, and and to hear you you know in calling yourself out in all of that you're also calling us out and i think that that's really relatable and and a lot of fun for us to hear because we all ha- have been that person we have all been that ego we have all been you know there we've lived through all of that and uh it, it, i i really enjoyed it i recognized myself in some of that stuff that was awesome
8: Well, Thank you so much. I've gotten a whole lot. And, you know, I don't do my poetry for likes and and comments, but I have gotten a whole lot, I mean, a lot more than usual on that one because of my honesty and I just told, you know, how it was. So I have an inside joke with one of my friends, Jerry Langdon. He's a poet. He lives in Germany. He's actually American. But uh, he came up with, we were talking one time and I asked him, you know, what he thought I needed to do with my poetry, because he's one of my favorite poets. I actually read uh, It's Halloween Night, I believe, on your show. You several years ago from one of his books. But anyway, he uh, told me that I was a troll when we first met online, and I didn't know what uh, Internet troll meant or what he meant. And so that's kind of what inspired that. You know, it's all true, of course. They didn't make it up. So and I picked the chimera because the chimera is like almost like it's three separate things in one, so you know, and I'm all about diversity too, so and that's a mythological you know, I creature' think it's that's not Cool separate. I think that's
0: a perfect example because we all none of us are all good, none of us are all bad, none of us are all sweet, none of us are all evil, but we are all those things. You know, we are combinations, right. So by choosing the Chimera, you're, it's like I'm embracing my good, my bad, and my ugly. And mm-hmm. here it is, folks. <laughs> yeah. You know, so it's it's, it's like actually a, a brilliant comparison.
8: Yeah, precisely. So anyway, that's kind of what inspired that. And uh, I just wrote that, I think, on Sunday. Uh, so, but anyway, uh, I'm glad you love it. And uh, a lot of people are liking it, too. Uh, I like it. That's I like true. it, and I've had people tell me they were like, "It's entertaining too. Like, it's not just they're like great wordplay, rhyme, and it's entertaining too." So I'm trying to be, you know, three or four things into you know, that's one. How,
0: that's how relatable it was to me. Is I can't, I couldn't even tell you right now if it rhymed. That's how that's well, how connected I was to yeah. listening to that. You know, I just it, it was it was incredibly accessible, beautiful. I loved it.
8: Thank you so much. I actually posted uh, four different or five different paintings. Uh, one's of a Chimera and someone made a Chimera writing game and they actually drew an illustration. Uh, I forgot exactly which one it is that I got but but uh it's on a website that I found and then the Chimera actually has a pen in his paper and a pen and paper in his writing. And I got two pictures, one's a big troll big heavy set troll and he's on the internet on a laptop and then the other one is a goofy looking troll and he was writing books on a on his laptop too. So thought that was funny. I also posted a real chameleon or chameleon too. So but yeah, that's what that's what I've been writing lately and I got uh one real short one. A lot of people are liking this one too. It's a little dark but Alrighty, so you ready for the next one? I am. All right. Dreadful existence. This is one's This is more wordplay than the other one, but it does have two forms. You'll see. All right. Dreadful existence. Doubting depressions, distressing dismay, relentlessly rejecting reviling re- revindication, experiencing explosive, enwrapped eradications, apprehending absences. Alleviations, direly disturbing, hang on, I just went, I just messed up. Hey. direly disturbing, deadly distractions, frequently fearful, frantically frigid, usually unknowingly unexpected, upsets, limiting life's lameness, excessively emotionally exhausted, exeroxing xerxes, saniness, institutionalized ideals, indifference, systematically, saddened straightforwardly, typically temperamentally tensed, existing extremely extinctly, nihilistically noticing never-endingness, comprehending causeless certainties, eagerly expecting expeditious end. That's in peace.
0: <laughs> I absolutely loved the rhyme play in that one as well. That was incredible.
8: Thank you so much.
0: You could tell you had fun with that one.
8: Oh, yeah. You know, I like to do the challenge. That's for sure. <laughs> it's really fun. So, Perfect. But, well, thank you so much for having me. I'm glad you like my poetry. Thanks for having the podcast. Uh didn't have money to donate yet, but I just got paid um, tonight, actually, or yet earlier today. So. I'll probably be donating. I'm thinking about making my own podcast with BlockTalk TV, too.
0: So. When you get ready to do that, let me know and I can help walk you through and set it up and stuff.
8: Yeah, that'd be awesome. You know, if
0: you if you have questions on how the system works and
8: oh ways. yeah, I got a lot of questions.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's for yeah, sure. I'd be happy to help you.
8: Because I already made uh, I already made a sign in and and uh, I got to get the money and that's fine and dandy. It's not a problem, but you know working all the time i have monies you know i'm not broke so but <laughs> you don't ever have honest. time to I spend said.
5: it
0: <laughs>
8: that's the problem yeah i don't have time to spend i have time to save for my future <laughs>
0: <laughs> i'm such so proud of you. you're you such a good man
8: yeah thank you so much i appreciate it you're and, welcome uh, honey oh well uh, this is eric shellman you can find me on facebook this is eric shellman you can find me on YouTube, it's Eric Shellman. You uh can find me at my blog. But well, I don't think I have my blog URL. Hang on. I might have it. Let me check. I know I wrote it down sometime. <laughs> no, it's all. Right. It's all good though. I got a personal blog too. I just forgot to write it down. And I deleted my Twitter. I kinda of got tired of big tech. And uh, I was on Instagram, but I really didn't. I got tired of having to take pictures of my poems, to upload them. It's kind of a pain. <laughs> yeah. But that's my own personal opinion. So, But uh, that's where you can find me. Thanks so much for the show, and I'll try to tune in when I can. And I'll get with you on the podcast. I want to come up with a a good name. I mean, I like Speakys as a cafe, but you already got it.
5: So,
8: <laughs> no, nah, I'm just joking, but I do like it for real. So, And I actually went to a Speakeasy Cafe when I was in college and also went to what well, they called it the venue and there was a hole in the wall. One, the college one wasn't, the other one was back in Virginia. And they didn't have any rules until I got there and offended everybody. So, oh, I was fun.
0: What What's your day off? <laughs>
8: Oh, well, my days off are usually uh, the end of Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And I work Sunday night. I'm usually working Sunday night through Thursday night, but on occasion I work Friday and Saturday. So
0: Shoot me a message can... on a Sunday morning when you have time, and we'll jump on your – you can schedule a private thing, and we'll jump on there, and I'll help you do whatever you need to do, answer whatever questions you have. All right,
8: cool. Have. Awesome. Yeah, okay. that'd be cool. Thank you. You're I appreciate problem, it,
0: sweetheart. I appreciate you. We all, all right. appreciate you.
8: Thank right. you we'll so talk much. talk to you next week. Yep. Talk to you next week if I'm not busy. Coolness. But I'll let you know. And I'll talk to you on Sunday. All right. All right, Thanks sweetheart. So much. We'll talk to you Love, soon. Love Nyla. Have a great night. I'm going to stand through the rest. I'm organizing right. my dad's kid right now. So. <laughs> all right, Eric. Thank
0: you, sweetheart.
8: Love you, too. All right. Bye-bye.
0: Love you. Bye. All right. Our next caller, before we do that, I run to real quick let area code 848 and 315 know that you are not in the lineup. If you guys are here just hanging out and listening, appreciate it. That's 315 and 848. You are not in the lineup. So press 1 if you'd like to come on, and that will signal signal me to let me know it's okay to unmute you. Okay, we just have 315 then. 848, I've got gotcha. you. So 315, if you're just hanging out listening, appreciate you being here. And there you are. We've got everybody. All right, good to go. Let's go ahead and unmute our next caller, area code 219. 219, you're on the air.
9: Again, uh, how are you doing? <clears throat> this is brother on the, line, on the line from East Chicago. How are you doing?
0: I am doing absolutely wonderful, sweetheart. How are you? I'm doing good. So what do you have tonight for us,
9: sweetie? Um. Uh, Tomorrow I'll be marking my 11 years uh performing poetry in the city of Chicago. I, I thought this poem is called Brother of the Modern Consistency in the Chicago Poetry Community. <clears throat> when it comes to being recognized as the most supportive poet in the Chicago Poetry Community over the last 11 years, I'm the model of consistency. When it comes to giving advice and sharing gems of wisdom with rising stars on the verge of greatness or newcomers just starting out, I'm the model of consistency. When it comes to promoting events on my Facebook page every week, I'm the model of consistency. When it comes to encouraging and inspiring hundreds of people by sharing my inspirational posts on my Facebook page every day, I'm the model of consistency. When it comes to speaking my mind without having to apologize about my personal viewpoints and opinions on certain topics and subjects on the modern consistency, when it comes to show off showing off my right versatility and learning about writing styles on the modern consistency, when it comes to not to when it comes to refusing to be a tight cast as a Christian poet and shining shine away from writing about controversial subjects, I'm the model of consistency. When it comes to setting the example of how to be a true gentleman, I'm the model of consistency. When it comes to carrying myself with class and dignity in society full of negativity, I'm the model of consistency. When it comes to always striving to maintain my care and integrity, I'm the model of consistency. When it comes to having the reputation to speak with power, eloquence, and intelligence. I'm the model of consistency when it comes to touching people with my poems as if I was speaking directly to them. I'm the model of consistency. When it comes to embracing and loving people for who they are as individuals, I'm the model of consistency in poems.
0: You know, they say that consistency is the key to everything. It's the formula for everything, except for randomness. But you have to be consistent to have random things happen, right? Right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Once again, you know, always sharing those life lessons, always sharing those, those things that you are committed to, that you hold true to you, you know, the values for the world. You know, I really appreciate you always trying to make the world a better place your experience. Oh yeah. Thank you.
9: Oh yeah, that that's <laughs> uh that's uh I have been, been able to uh they came of level consistent over the last eleven years, so mhm. Takes a lot. It takes a lot to, to sustain success for as long as I have you through all the challenges I face in my life, I'm always preaching consistency. I'm always preaching, staying the course until, until great things happen.
0: That indeed is true. All right, Brother O, are you going to read a second one, or are you just doing the one today?
9: No, I'm actually doing another one.
0: Wow, okay, please, yes.
9: It's what it's called at this stage of my life. At this stage of my life, I'm not worrying about what is beyond my control. At this stage of my life, I'm not competing for attention and recognition. At this stage of my life, I'm not dealing with toxic and negative people. At this stage of my life, I'm not wasting time and energy on frivolous stuff. At this stage of my life, I'm not arguing about politics, religion, or personal choices with anybody on social media and in in person. At this stage of my life, I'm not trying to do what I used to do when I was young because the stage of my life is behind me now. At this stage of my life, I'm not thinking about who wants to be my friend who either loves or despises me. At this time my at this stage in my life, I'm not judging people or how they choose to love, or who they choose to love, or how they choose to live their lives. At this stage in my life, I'm clearly focused on improving my physical and mental health. At this stage in my life, I'm clearly focused on being loyal and faithful to my queen and establishing a long-term relationship with her. At this stage in my life, I'm clearly focused on acquiring my true friendships instead of the quantity of them. At this stage of my life, I'm clearly focused on achieving my dreams of being a best-seller author and a traveling poet around the country sharing my life story. At this stage of my life, I'm clearly focused on getting my life order. At this stage of my life, I'm clearly focused on living a lifestyle full of positivity. At this stage of my life, I'm clearly focused on living a healthier lifestyle. At this stage of my life, I'm clearly focused on setting goals and accomplishments. At this stage of my life, I'm clearly focused on my purpose in life. At this, at this stage of my life, I'm clearly focused on what I want out in life. At this stage of my life, I'm more decisive to ensure myself. At this stage of my life, I'm with confidence to step down my comfort zone daily. At this stage of my life I'm clearly focused on becoming view leader who produces other videos. At this stage of my life, brothers and sisters, I'm clearly focused on living a lifestyle of consistency in poem.
0: I am glad you shared too. You don't do that very often.
9: Yeah, those are two uh two short ones. <laughs>
0: All right, Brother O, do me a favor, my darling, and tell everybody how they can come find you and show you some love.
9: Okay, ladies and gentlemen, you can find me on Facebook on Omar, Brother O'Gather. Uh, I got got a lot of I mean, nice stuff coming up. I got a lot of stuff in the works. I've been pretty much, pretty much got ideas in my head and practice and challenge right now because I believe that uh, that doors are gonna open for me, and I uh, always thank to Support every week. Uh, support, every, consistent support every week, and uh, I enjoy poetry. I enjoy writing. I I just enjoy it. And I'm not. And I'm not. I'm not. I'm gonna continue to do what I do every week.
0: Well, we appreciate you being here and doing it with us when you are here.
9: Does that sound great? Right? Hey, now, I appreciate you You're having wel- the platform.
0: <laughs> You're welcome, sweetheart. Thank you so much, and we'll talk to you next week, okay?
9: Okay, thank you. Thank you. You're
0: welcome, Brother O. Bye-bye, sweetheart. Next caller. Dun, dun, dun. Hey, let me give you the next three callers. We have coming up next, the dun. Dun, dun. Area code two one six. Then we have area code two five six. Then three two three. Okay, so I've been talking too much. We're we're still okay on time, but um, let's do two shorter ones or one normal one. And I'm I'm gonna try to keep my mouth shut. <laughs> okay, area code two five six. You are on the air. Maybe you are. Now you might be. 256. Good evening, Nyla. Hey, <laughs> sweetheart, how are you? I'm so glad you were there.
10: Oh, me too. <laughs> this is Stan Phillips.
0: I'm, I'm sorry, you just cut out real bad.
10: Oh, this is Stan Phillips.
0: Oh, I knew that, but thank you for telling everybody that's very important. <laughs>
5: Um,
11: so, what's okay. been
0: going on in your week? It is so good to hear from you is, i'm I'm so happy right now.
11: Oh, so happy to be here
10: myself. I'm telling you I made it two in a row.
0: I know i know i'm I'm starting to feel really spoiled. <laughs> no, it's like going I'm to going two two to an a t m to take out twenty and finding out you have forty.
10: Hey, there you go that's a nice that's a nice one right there. I like that one. That's mm-hmm. a good visual for me. <laughs> so after, oh, you noticed uh, that, huh? <laughs> oh, yeah. I, uh, I'm actually feeling kind of fortunate that I made two in a row. We had some nasty weather up here.
0: What's going on? Where are you? Uh,
10: uh,
0: Alabama. Oh, you're in the tornadoes.
10: <laughs> yeah. It got kind of woolly.
0: <laughs> wow. Oh, that'd be so awesome. Well, not a... If- no, not for you. It would be awesome if I was there. You should be here and be safe. So I would love I, I would be You know, I'm that stupid person that you could read about in the headlines saying woman died in tornado because she was duct taped to a to a a light post with her camera. That would be me. That would I would be that girl. Oh, good okay, grief. Yeah. So we're probably right where we need to be, huh?
10: Yeah, I think
0: so. <laughs> anyway, we had
10: quite the, we had a big flood of water, a lot of wind, and a hell of a light show.
0: Are you doing okay Yellow. now? Is everything good?
10: Oh, yeah. Now we've we got cold air, clear skies.
0: Awesome. Well, what did you bring to read tonight to unwind with?
10: Well, I'll tell you. I brought something that... Uh, is a bit <laughs> A bit toward the cynical For me But I couldn't help it uh, Alexander, who's a hell of a writer With uh, Poetry of Springs Embrace Gave us a quote By Arthur Rimbaud And the quote was pretty gives you a wide-open spectrum as to where to go with it. The quote was this. Life is the farce carried out by everyone. And I thought about that and the days we have seen. And me being me, I went for it. And I've sort of written this poem... Along the lines of a ringmaster or a carnival barker. Are you there?
0: I am here. Go ahead. I was listening. I'm sorry.
10: Okay. And this is called The Show. Okay. Hey-ya, hey-ya, hey-ya. Come one, come all. You're all cordially invited to join the show. We have something for everyone. The few get the most, less to the rest. See the exhibits, ride the rides, watch the performances and dramas, all played out on a global stage. A continuous worldwide performance with politics, pandemics, commerce over conscience. Audience participation a must. We offer a diverse venue of traumas, dramas and plot twists. Conspiracy theories are always welcome. That's entertainment. Watch the military-industrial complex dance. Their amazing undulations while they're spinning rationalization. See it all and bring the kids. We have features for them as well. Everything from human trafficking, genocide by gender, faith and ethnicity, and of course, child labor horrors. A never-ending drama within the backdrop of a failing environment. And as I stated before, audience participation is a must. So come one and come all. See profits rise above people. Something for everyone. If you get the most, less for the rest. Hey-ya, hey-ya, hey-ya. Everyone has a part. A continuous worldwide performance. That's entertainment. Welcome to the show, MP.
3: <laughs> Welcome to the show. That was great.
10: <laughs> I'm afraid, I'm afraid both the mischief and cynic came out of me on that one.
0: You know, mischief is probably one of my favorite words ever.
10: Like I love that act word. the itself; it's timeless. Mm-hmm. It has no no guidelines, no age limit, just timeless.
0: One of the best words ever. <laughs> and devious. I like that one, too. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, that was that was not,
10: incredible. Not that I would practice that myself, Michael, but...
0: No, no, we have no clue what we're talking about. I know, right? Uh, All right, what are you going to do now? Well, okay, since we did that one, I think we'll
10: jump back to something a little more, I think, positive. This is a poem entitled, "Como Rebi, the word that is used in Japan, Uh, describing the effect of light filtering through trees and leaves. Reclining on the cool green carpet of a primal woods floor, allowing my mind to become silent as peace envelops my soul's soul's core. Gaze in tranquil observation beyond civilization and chaos. Searching for the oasis to find the synergy I thought lost. Through the canopy flashes and flickers of light that warms all living. The substance of life's abundance, radiant and free in its giving. Variant the light to shadows with each breath of the wind through trees. Wind's whispers call out the rhythm that dancing shadows perform with ease. As bushy-tailed acrobats leap to and fro with energy daring and dew, feathered choirs sing their praises, flit and flutter with much ado. Scenery in a constant flux, wind stirs dust and pollen aloft, as the light transforms into rays, as if divine beacons guiding lost. In the spotlight of those rays, floating seas, seeds, ballet take the stage. My soul's replenished, hope's renewed. I'm blessed and ready for the coming age. In peace.
0: You are amazing.
12: Oh, thank you, Nyla.
0: You are welcome. I'm so glad you are part of our family, too. You're oh, just... I'm
10: so glad to be a part of
0: it.
4: I
10: miss am. you when
0: you're not here, but... And I'm so glad that you are here.
10: Thank you. And I will endeavor to try to be here.
0: <laughs> keep reminding you.
10: I'll keep listening.
0: I'm like that devious big sister who just won't quit pestering you.
10: Oh, pester. Pester away.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, baby. Please do me a favor and tell everyone how they can come find you.
10: You can find me on Facebook as Stanley Phillips. You can find my writing in groups, Outlaw Poetry, Poetry of Springs Embrace, and The Garden of Poetry and Prose, which, by the way, our friend uh, mentioned, Jerry Langdon, Uh is the gentleman who is now running The Garden of Poetry and Prose and still does the graphics for it.
0: Oh, that's awesome.
10: This is a multi-talented man.
0: That is way cool.
10: You, yeah, you can also find me in the 2017, the 2018, the 2019, and I think the 2020 anthologies of World Poetry Open Mic. And, of course, in our friend, Philip Kent Church, may he rest in peace, anthology, Outlaw poetry, we're in cahoots. And that's it.
7: Oh, one other
10: thing. Saturday <laughs> night, 9 p.m. Eastern on Epiphany Radio, I co-host a broadcast with Danielle, also known as La Perla Negra, and we do a show called Poetic Therapy. And that's Very
0: it. Very cool. It's like, <laughs> oh, no, oh, no, one of my plays is going to drop. Oh, yeah, that one. Got it in there. <laughs> uh, thank you so much, Stan. You did a great job tonight. Appreciate you so much being here.
10: Oh, my pleasure, Nyland. On to the next.
0: Oh, you're going to love the next caller. <laughs> we'll talk I'll to you next week,
10: honey. Here comes mama.
0: <laughs> Indeed. We'll talk <laughs> to you soon, sweetheart.
10: All right, darling. Bye-bye.
0: Unless you want to stay on and hang out with Mama while we while she reads, and you can comment on her piece. Sure. Okay, let's bring Mom on. Area code 216, you are on the air, my beautiful.
13: 216, happy to be on the air, feeling much better than I did the last week when I was, like, out of it. I didn't even you listen sound to the really night. good. <laughs> you I had a bad good, week Mom.
3: this week, though. Thank you,
13: uh, Stan. I had a bad week this week. Monday, after I left the um, gym show, I was seeing triple vision, double vision, headaches, um, dizziness, and everything, and I got to go to the doctor next week. I made an appointment, but today I'm Mama, you're gonna Mama, you're going to make me
0: drive out there and bring you home to come live with me. But wait a minute.
13: That might not be a bad idea, but listen, I got you a new auntie. Okay. Her name is Maggie. Hello. And your new auntie, your new auntie Maggie Stan's already met her. And she made yes. her debut on the show when I read the poem about her, but you you all never met her. So, she's going to make her debut in person today, and I have her on the phone. Uh, Maggie, meet my daughter Nyla, and you already met Stan. So, yes. she's going to perform a, a poem that she wrote that I wanted you to hear. And so Maggie,
3: Hi. (laughs) Well, thank you, thank you very much Um, I did read this Um, uh, One of you has heard it But anyway, it's terra firma Um, I'm wailing within Mother Earth Our mother suffers And we bump and move and talk and pray But as individuals, we remain as grains of sand Individual, complex, beautiful, harsh But basically inert, unmoving Intense few can actually cause change. But is that true, or do I fool myself to answer my fears? And if I'm not that singular, shining savior, how do we continue each day knowing enough to fear, to fear, to panic, to react, but too afraid, too little to affect change? I get lost in the sea of need, my need, universal need, so engulfed in each single life, cruel life, cruel world, cruel, unenlightened, mean, selfish, greedy, hateful, ugly people. Torn down, I admit defeat. To what gain though? To what advantage or uptick for the greater good? My greater good? No, defeat has no honor, no lasting goodness, no contribution, no fucking fun. But survival incredibly requires hope, for joy, for ease, Love and sharing Forgiving and being seen Being appreciated Worthiness It should not be a question We are all worthy Except narcissists, megalomaniac politicians Psychopaths, sociopaths Murderers, bullies Mean people Shit, such a circle jerk We must all be worthy or none are worthy I hate Trump Am I unworthy? Am I wise? Am I fallible? And am I forgiven within me? And then I have a last paragraph that I didn't read last time. I don't know why I didn't read it, but my brain, I starve for oxygen, water, love. What else matters? Important in the moment to force myself to change, to ask for help, to admit I fail, yet I am worthy. You are worthy. I must be worthy, too. End of poem.
10: (laughs) Yes, very good. I'm glad you added that last one.
3: Yeah, no, I don't know why I missed it last. Well, I had to turn the page. <laughs>
14: oh, yeah. I loved
0: that. It's like
3: being
5: yeah. a caped,
0: a caped ep, uh, empath. Emp, you know, just having that yeah. that intent. It's like having your empathy's hands tied behind your back. Y-
3: hmm. Yeah. That's interesting. Wow.
0: You know, being being so aware of everything that it that it's raw, nerve, real and felt. Yeah, you are standing yeah. there with a staple in your hand saying oh, what what in the hell good am I gonna do? How can I fix it? I can't fix no. this. You know, not even knowing where to start. Yeah. Right? When you were reading that it kinda of made me smile because, you know, I, I Recognize that poem. I recognize that poem, especially in this day and age, in a lot of people mm-hmm. with everything that's going yeah. on, because everything is so much out of people's control. But I think there's a lot of people who can relate to that piece that you just read. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and so one of the things that I've been doing during all of this, you know, sheltering in place and stuff like that, is in my secret life. Um, I do. I'm a paleontologist. And I go out Ooh. and I sit on cliff, clay, cl- cliff faces and, you know, break open, open rocks and look for dead things. And I always bring samples yeah. home with me. So one of the things I've been doing is I've been sitting here and I've been um, working on some fossils right now. I'm working like, on something that's way older than even dinosaurs. It's so cool. Mm. But I think about that when I split shale. This, this is a really weird comparison, but, yeah. but it's, it's got a point, I promise. But when I when I split a piece of shale mm. open, I find a perfect leaf inside of it. Oh, yeah. And and I sit there and I look at that leaf, and it's from, you know, 23 million years ago. And it makes me think about how the smallest of things can leave such a lasting impression on this earth. So if one person wonders whether or not they can make a lasting impression, think about that leaf 23 million years ago that fell from the tree and fluttered to the ground. And 23 million years later, it still left its impression on this earth.
3: Oh my Wow,
0: God. what a great analogy.
3: That is profound.
0: <laughs> wow. You know, and so I if love we wonder if we can be that person. Pick up your stapler <laughs> yeah. and start stapling the shit out of stuff because you can.
13: <laughs> okay, yeah. Nyla. How about how about I share with you the um, the fossils that you sent me? You know, I took them to the gym show. So I oh, did to you? Them to tell them. Yeah, I took him there to try to give me to get an evaluation on you know some type of history or some kind of evaluation or some science or something. And then I'm telling you, I got the biggest dumbest run around. You see, every I'm like, okay, so I showed them this one. She goes, oh, oh look, there's a leaf in there. Oh my goodness, this is really. I'm like, yeah. How much is it worth? How much is it worth? Well, <laughs> well. Okay. Are you out hocking
0: no. my gift I sent you, Mama? <laughs> no, I wasn't like, evaluate even.
13: No, not I wasn't hawking them. I wasn't at a sales show. I was at a buy show. I'm not, I was trying to get some knowledge, and so I'm like, so she's she's giving me the runaround. She's like, I said, well, how much does it worth? Well, well, it's worth whatever
0: you can get for it. Oh. Oh.
13: I'm, oh. <laughs> I'm like, Give me my stuff, lady. She's like, not even <laughs> let you look at the rest of them. You deserve to see them. <laughs> and my daughter, my daughter's the archaeologist. She she sent me these. I'm like, I'm not gonna play with you. But anyway, back to Maggie. Maggie, that was beautiful. So, Nyla, nice. how, how about that sweet little innocent voice, huh? <laughs>
0: I thought, I am really glad I am really glad Mama bought you here I relate I relate to your To your writing on a personal level You know, I I recognize Mm -hmm. You know, it's kind of like When the ugly duckling finds out it's not a duck It's really a swan And all of a sudden it recognizes Mm -hmm. a language I think we all appreciate things And love things in life But I think every once in a while We will find something where it's like Oh that's my language, you know, and we mm-hmm. and we really relate to it on a personal level, you know, instead of just admiring it like a painting, like I will never be able to paint that. Right. But right. you hear right. something right. that you recognize in somebody, and I heard that in your writing. It was a lot of fun, just the humor in it, in the seriousness yeah. in it, in the ability to to dissect it and take it apart and just throw it up in the air and say, well, you know, this is it.
14: <laughs> I yes, thought it was,
0: exactly. I thought it was great. Great, Maggie. Thank I'm glad so Mama good. brought you, and I'm glad you're part of our family now. Thank you very much. Thank you. I do have one quick haiku, <laughs>
3: please. Oh yes. Um, it's it's just about the pandemic, but it's, we are tasked to mask a medical miracle, the infection avoided. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> like
0: good girl. I love it. Hey, Stan. I, yeah. I didn't. I didn't let you talk. Do you want to say something? I'm sorry
10: i was I was given the opportunity by Mama to hear Maggie do that very piece, and it added just so much more to it to hear that last paragraph.
5: Oh, I yeah, still think thank you. It,
10: I still think it is an excellent piece, and mm-hmm. by all means. Mama, if you have to drag her kicking and screaming, get her to the venues. We need to hear this voice.
13: <laughs> no, that's what I love about it. She's so easygoing and willing, and just she. She had her alarm on when I called her. I, yeah. get the show? she said, "Oh, my alarm is set." I'm like, "What?" Like, and then, with my confusion and my vertigo, I've been a little confused. I said, "What time does it come on?" I'm what? having to. she's like, um, "I said, I think it's eight o'clock, but maybe it's nine o'clock," and I'm like. I so said, wait a minute. So she was, on, she was on point. She was ready. Ready like steady. I, I know to rock Maggie will be back
0: because, you know, I, I know she really doesn't want to make her favorite niece sad, so. Oh, my gosh.
13: You are
5: so oh, right. No pressure.
13: No guilt. No. Okay. Okay. So so much my fun. welcome. Yeah. I'm glad you have showing her so much love. I knew you would love each other, but we got to keep it moving, so. Let me do Contaminated Planet, and then I'll, um, I'll do another, another one. So let me do this one real quick. The naggy never heard this one. Contaminated Planet. Coronavirus, well, if it's all like that, well, hell, 14 days in 14 days, never through. Don't touch nothing or anything. The cycle never done. Oops, spray your shoes. Leave them outdoors in the sun. Uh Uh-huh, those Muslims were right. Ladies, cover your faces, men and women. Pray five times a day. Eat healthy. Wash your hands often or end up in a coffin. If it's like that, well, hell, the virus clings to metal very well and is waiting to kill us. Spray and throw away. Clean the crime scene. Spray. Throw away again and again. Who is that dry coughing in the midst? Who is the sneezer on the scene? It's just a matter of time that there'll be no one left but the bereft. I'm sorry. I don't know how much time is left. How much time is left on this contaminated planet? Oops. It's like evil is winning. All hell then broke loose, colloquially speaking. Y'all sat there allowing evil to win. There's a fungus among us, and it's not a virus. Fear of being without facilities makes the hoarding humanity.
3: virus.
13: It's really all like that. It's really like that. Media makes people scared and dizzy, and full of fear. Fear on a sanitizing frenzy. Well, hell, we're all doomed to be consumed. 14 days and 14 days. Don't touch nothing or anything. And uh huh. Those Muslims are right. Ladies, cover your faces. Men and women pray five times a day. Eat healthily. Wash your hands often. Plenty lives gone, children still in cages, trillions spit on wars and walls, oops, is evil winning. Karma is a retribution for a morally decaying system. We now allow health insurance to be skimpy. Rapists sit on supreme benches. Evil sits in offices on royal seats. Soldiers and health care workers are in the trenches. Christians of shame helped to cripple the lame as they made America wicked again. So cover your face, pray five times a day, eat healthily, wash your hands as often as you can. It's just a matter of time, there'll be no one left. Evil is winning, and all hell then broke loose. You see the Antichrist at large, and the righteous took no charge. Well, hell, 14 days and 14 days, don't touch nothing. Jackasses have accesses to our common senses and intellect as we see the Antichrist at large and the righteous took no charge. Earthlings, did you do nada? Watch it spread from China to Canada. Oops, is evil winning. It's such a crisis. It came out to play to change America's DNA. With those silly hats, mockery hats saying take America back from the grassroots, as to make America greatly wicked again. There's certainly a fungus among us. The plan A is to make the virus cocktail and kill off young seniors entitled to no longer live their life of longevity and now get brevity as to pay forward their social security. I'm sent, put it back into the pockets of the government. It's just a matter of time left on this contaminated planet. As we see the Antichrist at large and the righteous took no charge, and now the end, the end is here. Too little, too late. Hello, concocted coronavirus. Goodbye,
3: life, as we knew it. The
13: end.
0: Wow. Stan? So <laughs> stand under
5: the bus, right? Here. Wow. Uh, well,
0: you know, I you just, hear me yap all the I, I time. Never, might I as well. Might as well. <laughs> I, have,
10: I have never said this about Mama, but her, Philip Kent Church, Ron Whitehead, Terry Daly, Mama, you are an outlaw poet. Yes, ma'am, you are.
9: Thank you.
10: you are an outlaw poet. That was powerful, direct. You are definitely going to shake some people up. You're probably, I guarantee you, people who hear this are going to, on both sides of the aisle, are going to look at this and go, "What in the hell is she talking about?" <laughs> I'm sitting there thinking, she's talking about straightforward, common sense reality of what she's seeing out there every damn day, and that seems to be what a lot of people are missing. What you're looking mm-hmm. at and seeing happening every damn day. Get a You can tell
0: how personal that one was by the way she delivered it. It was like there was no hesitation. That one just was awesome.
10: And the line mm-hmm. I love the most, the line I love the most, Mama, jackasses have access. <laughs> <laughs>
13: yes, ma'am. Okay, thank you so much. I'm not sure if there's other people behind me, but I'm just going to do that one and keep it moving. Thank you so much for uh, welcoming my lovely sister Maggie. Thank you, Stan, for the feedback. Thank you, Nyla, my daughter, for uh, just being here faithfully every week, allowing us to do what we can do. And Nyla, don't forget to start putting your um, putting your uh, cash app on the uh, on the uh, on the um, when you send around the You know what I mean. Okay. Okay. Yeah. The marquee. Yeah. Yeah. Start putting that on there because a lot of people don't have the credit cards and I'll be sending mine in this week. So.
14: um, Oh, I love you so
0: much. Thank you, Mama.
14: All right. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye, Love you, Mama.
0: Thank you, Maggie. Thank you.
3: Thank you. you, Love you
0: guys. Thank
3: thank you very much.
0: My pleasure. Okay. (laughs) Thanks, Dan. All right, Stan. Thanks for hanging out and talking with Mama. I know that that you guys have a special, special relationship together. So that was cool to be able to have you guys on at the same time.
10: Oh, I tell you, that lady, something mm-hmm. special. <laughs>
0: Indeed, she is. So we will talk to you next week,
10: uh, Lord willing, and something else. Don't come up in my life, yes, ma'am. <laughs>
0: Oh, thank you baby we'll talk to you then sweetheart
10: alright on to the
0: next <laughs> bye bye alright I'm going to go ahead and give you the next three callers so you kind of have a heads up where you are I keep watching for 506 I think 506 was working I don't see their call on here so 506 if you're still listening and you get a chance to call back in I have you written down in the lineup so um, you won't lose your place in line all right, let's go ahead. Our next three callers are area code 323-732 and 2, or excuse me, 520. Those are our next three callers. Let's go ahead and grab area code 323. 323, you're on the air.
7: This is Edwin McKinney, known as Ken from Los Angeles, California, with um, One Half Court Publishing. How are you doing? Hello, no
0: sweetheart. How are you doing?
7: I'm excellent. I- I'm not going to take too long because other people behind me, so uh I have a, a haiku, cool, and I'm doing great. By the way, I have a haiku cool and a haiku cool interlude. The first ones, two pluses are better suited for interlude that are in marriages by ages mishaps. Mm-hmm. In my interlude. Money to stealing materials that cannot be buried when you're weathered away and your soul goes home to be judged. Taking time without fame for lights can be most damaging outside of real talent. What is on your mind when your choices were an interlude to fame and fortune by prices of skin paint? Just that piece.
0: Oh, they were so short. They were amazing, but they were so short. I feel so greedy <laughs> right now. <laughs> <laughs>
7: I, I'm not gonna take. I, I'm not gonna do it. People waiting. I appreciate. I'll come back and do something longer. But I Okay. I, I mean, I know I should else. be
0: grateful, but I just, I just, it's like Ed. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
7: I appreciate it. That, that was
0: a that was a that was a drive-by kiss on the cheek. Come on. <laughs> That's what we do.
7: That's what we do here in, in L. A. We ain't got time. We gonna come in, and do what we gotta do, and bounce other people we are cordial <laughs> to everybody else. We are not long winded. We respectful to everybody. Short, long. Yeah. We want to get in. Be respectful and bounce because other people want to say what they gotta say too. <laughs> and all due respect.
0: I absolutely loved it. Thank you for being here, sincere. Great job. Fantastic rights. And tell us how to find you.
7: (laughs) You can find me at Coach Ed on Instagram, Edwin Ed McKinney, and April 1st at One Half Court Publishing. My website and publishing company is up and running.
0: Perfect. All right, sweetheart, we will talk to you next week? Absolutely. Awesome. All right. (laughs) We'll see you then, honey. Thank you. Great job.
7: You're welcome. Bye.
0: Bye Bye-bye. (laughs) It's like, oh, who was that masked man? All right Our next caller comes from area code 732 732, you're on the air Hello
11: Hello Hello (laughs) Didn't know how many other 732s are going to be calling in tonight So I figured I'd take a chance
0: It's you You're the only one on right now. You're the only 732
11: here. Oh, very good. I guess my word didn't get out. (laughs)
5: Anywho.
11: Uh, All right. Well, heavy metal poet coming to you live from the Jersey Shore. Um, It's been a long day, so I'm not very energetic, so I'll just try to sound angry superficially. I don't know.
0: (laughs) <laughs> Wait a minute You want me to run Kick you in the chin In the shin real quick Oh
11: man Nah It's just It would be nice If we didn't have All four fucking seasons In one week I know <laughs> It's wearing me out man <laughs> <laughs> Oh man But uh, I guess I can't complain It didn't snow I mean you can keep The snow But you know But like today cause I work Because I work outside So it's like Today, you know, the you know the temperature was supposed to be up, but was it raining, it was, it was, it was still, like, cold as hell out. I don't
0: know. Aww.
11: It's all right. It's all right.
0: Well, how about you heat up some poetry?
11: You're damn right. I'm going to try here. Um, all right. I'm going to read some angry, unrelated words just thrown together. It means nothing because the human race apparently means nothing anymore, so it fits. Um, nothing makes sense. I've actually read this before on air with you. Um, I'm gonna read it again. Only because it's like the angriest piece I got, so we'll just do that. And then I'll tell you something funny afterwards that's completely not angry at all. But all right, well here we go. Let me uh, let my words do the talking. I got one piece. It's called Dispatch. Inverted, converted. Hidden within lie, sold souls, an unpaid toll cannot hide behind, crushed beneath our well being, hesitant to deny what's wrong, fear becoming shadows of the past, knowing it all along. And smite we smile, enemies close deceit through eyes of the damned. We are the enemy that cannot see, dying on stolen land. Watching you, watching me, watching you back. Entities of death, this raceless attack, no matter what flag residing under or what religion you chase. Believe the threat is real. Our weak lays us to waste. Desire to live for tomorrow, and reality never comes. The lust for death under our breath speaks fire as we are the sun. Lines have been crossed, empires aflame, downfall is imminent by our own hands, misdirection, vital scam, beginning of the end. Forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. Bullshit! We know
6: exactly.
11: Pre-determined, egotistical, stubborn, born, overrated, manipulative, Bible-humping political bullshit artists. Drain our money, time, welfare, well-being. Exhaust our patience, care, and life. What we strive, how we fight in division we live, believing the lies and blood we fight, our namesake alive. Breathing fire just to survive. People say society must change. People are
15: society.
11: In union, we must thrive, not the war pigs. We are one, a human race broken up into races we use on each other. War is raceless, faceless, and successful at ending what you believe in. So again, no matter what you chase, where your place, what your space, or the sadness on your face, no one cares if you don't. The threat is real. We are the threat. Reciprocal reflection of inverted
0: desire to die
2: is to live. And
0: boom. To die is to live. That was awesome, sweetheart.
10: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it wasn't. It <laughs>
0: it's not. Okay, that was horrible. Oh, my God. I cannot believe you came and read that on my sh- What were you thinking? <laughs> Dennis, we need to talk.
7: <laughs> oh,
11: no. What I say is real. It's true. It's just, um, you know, just, I guess, my way of saying it. But, uh, yeah. I mean, if you go ahead and turn in the news and there's, like, fucking unicorns and shit, then, honestly, let me take the drugs you take. Because that ain't real. <laughs> Lost unicorn, if found, please stop taking drugs. You know what I
5: mean? <laughs> um,
11: yeah. Anyway, um, on a completely unrelated issue. Um, anyway, yeah, I've been spending my waking time taking care of a cat. <laughs> right now, I That's have them my Ah, well, no, cause we, we we have a few cats in the apartment, but the one I am taking care of literally, literally is well dying. I mean, he's almost 25 years old. He's over 20. Um, he's a Maine Coon mix, but you wouldn't, you know, really kind of know it because he's skin and bones. He's a survivor. He's a. He was an abandoned cat. We found him and we have him and we give him a place and he's content and all I can do is make him comfortable.
0: Oh, what <laughs> kind heart you have. No, I don't. Give him a little scritch behind the ear for me. Oh, yes, you do, too. Don't argue Um, with everything I say. I'm always right. Don't you remember the rules? Did you not get the handbook? Oh,
11: yeah, the handbook of the
0: deceased, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, hell, yeah. I got that one. (laughs) Hey, sweetheart, do me a favor, Dennis, and tell everyone how they can find you.
11: You can find me in Jersey. You and all the rest of the pennies. Come on down and get me. (laughs) <laughs> no, I'm just joking. Um, uh, well, well, Crush Beneath Poetry on Facebook. Um, Dennis Townsend, that's my real name. You can really come and find me now. Um, yeah, I'm the one holding the cat in the picture. You can find me. Uh, yeah, Dennis Townsend, Crush Beneath Poetry. you got YouTube. You can type in Crush Beneath Poetry or the Heavy Metal Poet. You can find me on there. Goof on me. Uh, You guys do Crush Beneath Poetry Group, so it's a group now. Um, Go into that, and that's pretty much it, really. It's just your basic Facebook, you know, Facebook stuff. Uh, That's that, and you can find me here whenever I'm calling. I mean, (laughs) I'm not every week, but I try.
5: (laughs) Uh, Well, we are glad when you are. (laughs) <laughs> but
11: anyway, yeah Come get me, Easter Bunny, I'm done So Come get your snow, we're done, you know what I mean?
0: <laughs> all right, my uh, darling Will we talk to you next week?
11: I hope so Very That's cool. all I can say I hope so, I mean Tomorrow's never promised, you know that I can hang up with you right now, and get hit by a bus <laughs> Oh,
0: shush you're allowed to go anywhere. You have to stay at home, wrapped in bubble wrap, until next week. And we'll talk to you then.
11: Uh, sure, so that's what I'm talking about. I mean, my luck, I live in an upstairs apartment. My luck, the bus will get into an accident and fly into my apartment. <laughs> <laughs> the one that I've been having. Oh, man. All right, We'll talk to you next week.
0: All I right, Appreciate you so much.
11: All right. Thank you. Bye-bye.
0: <laughs> Bye-bye. All righty. Our next caller comes from area code 520. 520, you are on the air. 520, are you with me? 520. 520. Okay. We're going to put them on hold and come back. No. No, if I'm, I'm not sure who that was. All right, eight one five, eight one five, you are on the air. Oh wait, eight one five, are you there? Nyla,
16: hold on, sec, one second, sister, I'm on. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I was having a, a solo concert with Phil Collins. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't take you myself down. for a I minute play you play know? Play so I can turn the TV down. <laughs> my bad. Look, if you are gonna show up, you might as well show up in storm version because there's no way to do this unless you do it all the way. So I just, <laughs> yeah, I, I came not 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 just to pull my pants down and moon you, but I wanted to show my entire ass. So here I am. <laughs> hey sis, love you, mean it. <laughs> 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 Woo!
0: Oh, it's so good to hear bad. from you. I have missed you.
16: I have missed you as well. And, and, and the, the pressure and pain to be who you are every week for the people who love you is immense. Like, I didn't even realize that I would be missed. And then people were like, oh, my God, you weren't on my show on Friday. Oh, my God, we missed you on Saturday. Where were you on Sunday? And I'm thinking, um, life had gotten in the way. You know, I was struggling. I had... You know cramps and whatnot. I wasn't in a good mood or whatever. I didn't, I didn't feel like I had anything relevant to say. I didn't like the topic or you know whatever the situation was that kept me away. And and with your show especially, there's there's nothing that would keep me away but death. And I felt like I was knocking on death's door, and that's why um I didn't call in because you don't need to hear that. You need it's, me to do okay. what I
0: do when okay. I come here for you to have a life and it's okay for you not to be here every week, but I love you. So when you're not, I'm gonna check and make sure you're okay.
16: Okay, hold on, sis, one second. Hello, okay. hold on one second. I got a Gina Storm real quick. If you can hold on, you can listen and then I'll be right back. Let me um I'll
14: call you because i 'cause I'm I'm doing
17: something right now. So I'll just call you back. Oh, call me when you're done. Absolutely,
16: love you mean it. Bye. <laughs> Girl, my phone. This is what I try to explain to people. I uh, until I get on the mic, nobody calls me. I get text messages no, all right? the time, and all of a sudden, as soon as I'm unmuted or hosting or whatever, everybody I know decides to call me. Yeah, so that part. Well, I've enjoyed all the poets so far. I'm glad that I made it. Oh, I didn't have a plan when I came in tonight, but um, sometimes you just you hear things that make you say, hmm, and then you know where you should go. Mm-hmm. That's how i my direction tonight. So I was going to do one and done, but I think I'm going to do two and be out like a robbery.
0: Go ahead when you're ready, love.
16: All right, babe. Um, I'm going to title this first piece. Oh, you know what? March is still Women's History Month, so I'm going to do a sister piece. I'm tired in this freestyle sisterhood. I grew up in a family that was male-dominated, you see. I was the oldest child of all of my siblings. All of my siblings are boys. I, I don't even understand how that came to be, but I'm going to tell you something about my house. There was always noise, chatter. There was confusion, there was drama, there was a ball being bounced, one being tossed, one being thrown on any given day, not just on Sunday. And I would be thinking, where are the girls at? nobody that I can play jacks, turn double dutch ropes, or even play Barbies with. My mom was like, you're the princess, and these boys are here to be your protectors. And in my mind and heart, it sounded like it was good, and even probably looked good on paper. But I'll be honest with you. The only thing that I wanted in my life because I didn't have it was a sister. So, sisterhood to me means everything. And if you're my friend and I call you not just queen, not loved one, or my friend girl, but I call you my sister, it's because you have a place in my heart. Sometimes it doesn't initially start. Sometimes I side-eye you for a minute until I get to know you better, and then I see whether or not we vibe right. And if you were in. It, have that kind of energy that works for mine then might be Kendra's spirits. If you like to dance under the full moon's light, naked, <laughs> we're here. I hear you song and I love it. I wish I was a songstress too and what I always say to the women who chose me to be their sisters, I also choose you. You see, I wasn't in a position to have a sibling who was female. So with all these brothers in my life I was thinking I'm not gonna be okay. I thought it was okay, but it wasn't. I shrugged a lot and said, oh, well, when girls didn't like me, they didn't want to play jacks with me, they didn't want to do the things that other girls do when they're growing up, especially when I was in school in the elementary grades. By the time I got to middle school, I realized a lot of this is just shade. By high school, I realized it was outright hatred. And then I became an adult woman, and I realized female connections are a necessity. Sometimes you find women who love you the way that you love them, and we call that reciprocity. But on the times when it doesn't match up and it doesn't line up and the stars will not allow you to have someone who is just like you and they don't get it and some of them want to just say fuck it and give up, it's okay because that means that they weren't for you because your vibe attracts your tribe. And so all of the girls that I have in my life that I call sisters, girls, you better believe that I mean that about you. Nobody can come between us, not nothing or no mister. I know that women don't understand the math on this, but because I was growing up in a family that had so many guys, I call this the bro quote. So if I dated him previously, then he's off handles to you, boo-boo. I mean that, baby. I'm not saying that I will hit you in your face or punch you in your throat, but the thing that I need you to understand is this ain't no joke. I will not go behind you. I will not hurt you. I will not betray you. I will not tell your secrets. I will be your diary. I will hold you down, and I will love you to infinity. And if I call you my sister, I mean that with every fiber of my being, because I wasn't gifted one in life. So all of the women who are my sisters and part of my sisterhood, I chose them. And if I did it before, I would do it twice. Gina Storm, thank you for indulging me in peace.
0: You know what, when you Hello. were going through that, you know the first thought I had was, you, know, you remind me of of it being like a pride of lions you know a pride of a, a lion a, a band of lions is made up of females mm-hmm. with its token male of course you know but there's a reason you know it's it's a band of females and their token male and and they call it pride it's a pride yes yeah. of lions
14: I a lot of you know, people so don't like the that the, on the, the
16: lionesses there. I a
0: weird relation in my head going on as you were reading oh yeah
16: yeah <laughs> We 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 are the ones who hunt and gather, and we take care of the pride because the men, they are exerting their dominance. And I don't know if a lot of people understand this, but the the like just like in the Lion King, the one who was in charge is running it. The, you know, the head lion in charge. That cat tries to inseminate all of the lionesses so that the bloodline stays pure, and there are lots of heirs that he can refer to. So the women in that whole situation are workers, gatherers, hunters, and subservient. That's kind of the way that women are set up. And what we have to realize is we don't have to fight each other.
1: See, I don't see it that them, way. It
16: doesn't I have don't to see
1: be it trendy. that way. You
16: I see what I'm saying?
0: see it
1: as us hunting, uh, us fighting. We all eat. So yeah. that's
0: why <laughs> I we we, did, we only need him for <laughs> sex. <laughs> he just comes around when we want sex. We do everything else. We do the see, hunting. He lays all. in the that's shade. All. We bring him all all. meat. I, he eats. You get one, He wants a beer. We bring him a beer. But other than that, you know. Fifteen minutes of fame or whatever, so what?
16: It's okay. <laughs> not even about me. You know, really, 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 I have
0: a smaller role in this.
16: Yeah. Well, I in feel state, you. I'll
0: kill things and bring them to you, but give me sex when I want and everything's good.
16: Absolutely. We'll be just fine. No one gets killed tonight. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: and thank God I'm not a black widow.
16: <laughs> Ooh, girl. Thank God I'm not a praying mantis. <laughs> Oh, Doing mid-orgasm, I would bite your head off and hand it to you But, you know, I'm different, <laughs> you know, that's just me Oh, <laughs> I'm going to do my second one and go And okay. um, I want to dedicate this to the men who get it And I'm simply going to title it Thank you I'm half a century plus one year And all of my life this has been my greatest
12: fear that
16: my voice would not be heard and my energy would not be received. And then I got to the stage in my life where I was like, <clears throat> boy, Brian, please. I'm not worried about what men think of me or their opinions, and I hate when they objectify me and they see me as just part of my anatomy. You know, I don't want anybody to say, oh, mm, that's the one with the good tatas. She got a booty that I can ne- get next to. I don't like any of that language, and I will assure you that if you bring that to the table, you will not be fed here, sir. Well, oh, I thank all of the men who get it, the men who were respectful to their moms, who have been good, patient, honest, kind, and dedicated to their spouse, to the men who have fathered women that were their baby girls at one point and their children who see that sometimes there's going to be a man who comes in her life and you may not like him, but if she loves him, just quietly, silently, by and uh hold on one second. Uh, I'm live right now on the mic. I'm Gina Storm and I'm going to put you on mute. Hold on. So the reason that I do what I do is because of them. See, there are men that come into your life and they get it and I'm assuring you that not all of them do. The reality is this, for those of you who get who we are and what it is that we bring to the table, know that we could eat by ourselves because we're willing and able you still uplift us and straighten our crowns and make sure that we're feeling all right and when we've been mistakenly seen as a jester in the court by some ass clown. See, I have loved previously men who were beneath me, and people say that, was he in a different station of life? Mm It's just he ought to love right. But for those who get it, who respect women and everything that they bring, I salute you and everything that you make, make women feel like they can do amazing things. Sometimes I don't even see myself realistically, and I have to just look at myself through your eyes and spread my pretty wings. So for all the men who get it and all the women who have men like that in their lives, you've been gifted. And if you don't have a man like that, then I suggest you get one because, baby, you don't know what you're missing. I'm Gina Storm. Thank you for indulging me. In peace. Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> absolutely
0: fantastic sweetheart you did love you
16: Nyla (laughs) 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 I miss you so much buckets boatloads Uh, I got my debit card situation straightened out I'm going to help you with the broadcast here if you haven't made your goal yet Um, I hadn't checked the page or your site or anything um, but I know how this is set up and I've been part of this family for a long time and it's very necessary I need everybody who's listening within the sound of my voice if you have not made it possible for her broadcast year next year to be a reality. No contribution is too small. Thank you, sweetheart. You can find me anywhere the poetry is. And on Thursday nights you can find me at the Speakeasy Cafe with my sister Nyla. That's all I got, Mom. I'm gone. (laughs) (laughs) Love Love you,
0: sweetheart. Thank you you so much, honey. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, guys, I am going to give the lineup now we're going to you can do two short palms still or one regular length one um i've got i'm going to give the lineup and you can you'll be able to see why we have area code 757 346 469 848 another 848 315 863 501 919 is not in the lineup. 919, if you want to come on the air, please press 1. If you want to just hang out, listen, and change your mind and want to come on the line in a little bit, just press 1 then. Glad you're here. So we also have area code 520, which I'm going to take um, after this next caller so that we can uh, – here we go. There we go. There we go. Um give them a heads up. So, 520, we tried to take you, but you weren't there. We're going to try you after this next caller. Our next caller is 757. 757, you're on the air.
18: Hello, Nyla. How are you?
0: (laughs) I'm awesome. How are you doing, sweetheart? It's been a long time.
18: Yes, ma'am, it has. I came to take homage to my teacher.
0: (laughs) It's so good to hear from you.
18: Absolutely. I had to return home from whence I came.
0: How long has it been since you've been on?
18: Um, I stopped counting. <laughs> it's been a couple of years.
0: Mhm. hmm
18: mm-hmm. um, And I've been thinking about today. So I'm like, is she still on Thursday? And it's been like a month. And I was like, today I was working. I was off. So I was like, you know what? I'm going. And I actually <laughs> came an hour early. Um, But I'm here. I just came to you. I love you so much. Teacher. Thank you.
0: This Your, your so, family, you know, you can go off and have a life. You can be gone for yeah. 10 years. But when you come home, there's yeah. always going to be a table set, a place to the table set for you.
18: So, Yeah. I just wanted to see if I still have it. You know, the only <laughs> way you find out is, like, I'm going to be brief because I know you got callers. I treat it like kung fu movies. If you watch the old ones from the 70s, the master teaches the student, the student goes out. But he, all, he or she tells the student, make sure that you do things righteous, be for the justice, and I always practice your craft. So I'm going to see if I still practice my craft. I just came to practice <laughs> okay. my craft for a few minutes. Is that all right with you?
3: Please, yes.
18: All right. In case y'all didn't know, my name is Champ the Poet, by the way. Um, I started here, so I came home. Um, the title of my piece is called 49th and Blues, and it goes like this. I met her on 49th and Blues. Her velvet skin smelled like forever. Dance between desire and ambitious banter that I, that I would just be. See, we can over mocha memories infused with the sounds of nothing. Have you ever felt the vibrations pulsating inside the cortex of something greater than yourself? I met her on forty nights and blues in an abyss of finding her sanctum in her bosom, cascaded in waterfalls of learning from the chalice of life. Drink until you thirst no more. Her elixir was intoxication for a drunkard becoming a codependent on her passion. See, I never, she became a secret taboo. That one thing that one must have that valued treasure that you don't want pirated. See, I have the feature film. We're charged with purpose, meeting her for the first time, making and nervous as a virgin, giving up the sacred memory of what we're going to embark on tonight. It's the jazz, harmonizing in the ampedestrous moments of carving, creating that timeless rendezvous of pain, gratitude, and hope. At the same time, I met her on nights in blues under the dim smoke of a broken cigarette that gives a homeless man an exhale of just one more day that I Tell, survive. Get your cold beer here. The lies between them. Tired as hell, and I'm just sick of this shit. Triumphant of the horns. Blatantly off key to make us in front of masterpieces. I stay inside a bin. She's killing me softly with a love song. Tiptoeing, practicing the rumor with tambourines in unison, fusing itself to my thoughts. Time sitting still in the axis of a carousel. The horseman riding the night. For the day shall come when she just grasps my hands. And she leads me to the perplexed paradox of knowing in this purgatory or redemption or why I was chosen. See I was naughty for high as they exaltation, for she is my beloved romance, and I should take these vows only once. I met her on 49th and Blue, see I took off my shoes before entering her queendom. All praises to the Queen, for she just is. My watch couldn't tell time. It was in the distant goodbye before myself, transformed into a God here. See, this is God here. This is why I'm here. I'm just a mortal man with morality. She blew her in my nostrils, with a pixie dust injected in my ventricles, a larynx give her power. She guides my coordinates to just be remembered by my name. In case you're wondering, I call her beauty. Her mascara runs on my paper. She moans her misery on my lines. She kisses the darkened spots of weary nights deep within my existence when I can't function without her embrace. She seduces the sunshine with raindrops on my window till. Sleep deprivation and loneliness when she isn't here to caress my craving for her drip. Damn, I'm in need and peace.
0: Wow. That was absolutely intense. And you're going to read too, love?
18: Nope. That's it for me. That's it? I'm out. That's it. That's that it. was
0: phenomenal. I am such a Thank huge groupie you. and such a huge fan of yours. And I know that life just kind of like it has you spinning a million plates. But please, whenever you get a chance, come home. Because be I'm, I I'm love
18: good. Good. your work. Thank you. Um, it's so good to come home to practice my craft. I really don't um, do spoken word that much no more. I transformed my life. I'm a happy man. I'm a happily married man, beautiful children. Uh, I still love the art. I went out in the world. I won slam titles. I won album of the year a couple of times. I did a syndicated mm-hmm. radio show. I did everything that I wanted to do. I'm at peace now. I'm just enjoying the life I have, and I'm good with that. But I still practice my craft.
0: Yeah, you know, and, and now's the Always. time to really, really for you to do what you do for yourself and really explore who you are and, and your relationships and your ties and your family and explore that quiet side of you and your writing and your soul, you know. So I'm glad. I'm glad that you're still doing it. I'm just glad that you're here, and I can't wait for you to come back again, baby.
18: Absolutely. Thank you for your time, my teacher. I'll be back, soon. It won't be that long this time. No
0: <laughs> okay. And hug your family for us. Congratulations on that.
18: Absolutely. Thank you. Y'all have a good one. Be safe.
0: You too, hon. Bye-bye. All right. Our next caller, I'm going to try to keep my things real. We're going to do like speed poetry here. Um, I think that we're going to have to cut it to one normal one. Um, I'm going to keep my, my all, everything. I, I'm just going, okay, next caller. That's what I'm going to say. Uh, three, whoops, wrong one. <laughs> Three, four, six. Three, four, six, you're on the air. Thank you.
11: How are you doing?
0: I'm doing awesome, sweetie. How are you?
11: I am doing
4: well. Let me get straight to it because I know you have other people in mind. Okay. Um, if it's not too much trouble, can y'all pray for me? Sad to say it's a dire necessity, a matter of life and death, so if it could be done ASAP, I'd greatly appreciate it. It seems to be whenever it comes to me, it's tension when I feel alone in this world and God ain't listening. But I swear, I mean, I know he hears my prayers because I ain't whispering. I'm on my knees in my good jeans, emptying my soul with these words. And for them to not go answer, the worst yet unheard, is absurd and nowhere near fair. Now, I may be a little long-winded before mine have ended, but I ain't think there was a time limit on prayers. That's why I ask that y'all pray for me because I must not be doing it right. Or I did something so wrong that they become a part of the SAT. Which of these up in heaven doesn't belong? My prayers is the answer. They continue to go unanswered, passed to an unwilling receiver. Though I know I don't go to every Sunday show, I'm still a believer, a faithful student turned teacher. And the sinful man that I am recognizes I'm far from Abraham, but I ain't no Judas neither, just dust word if I've said too much. Or maybe it was something I did. But he's supposed to be a forgiving God. And what's odd is, First John 3 says I'm still one of his kids, so why my dad won't talk to me then? The Almighty whom we have faith to believe can't muster up the strength to reply to his deeds. That's why I need y'all to pray for me. And you don't have to say it's me because I'm sure he knows. But for y'all, I was pushing messages through Jesus, and of course he told, I just never got a mention. Still, I show gratitude every day outside of Thanksgiving. I threw my burdens on his shoulders when my rib went missing. But times are different now. Although my head stays bowed, eyes darkened, hands folded, in order to reach and speak to the person in whom I was molded, but I just seem to be a bother to my heavenly Father. That's why I'm asking somebody, anybody, please pray for me. I'll even write down what I want you to say for me, convey for me something. Because all of a sudden, when I call upon him, it's like he's pushing that ignore button and it's messing with my mental Unless damage would be done if I had got a busy signal. That in itself would be a sign. But see, the way he's left my call waiting, I'm more inclined to keep calling since he's yet to an answer in a timely manner. I assume he's stalling. That's when I get to y'all and I ask if you pray for me. Now, I'm not trying to put you in between me and the Lord's drama. I just need him to do me a favor before time runs out on my mama's See, I didn't pray. I prayed that he take me instead. I said prayers that he make the cancer leave from her head. I've even said that he I'd gladly take her place as she lies helpless in pain. In this bed, patiently waiting. Like I wait for an answer from him and now an answer from you. While you're at it. While you're why to ask him why my mom? Trying to see if he'll answer that too. I'm begging this of you. Even if it's not showing he should at least be able to answer that question if he's truly all knowing. Why Lord? Why, Father? Why, God? Damn. And that's that piece.
0: Wow, that was absolutely intense. That was phenomenal. And I Thank love you, the accompaniment with you.
19: Oh, I'm so sorry.
0: Your background singers? Mm-hmm.
4: <laughs> Thank you. Yes, yeah, oh. that's my daughter. To everywhere with me. Oh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> She's saying, Daddy, it's my turn on the mic.
4: Every time uh, But thank you so much I appreciate you letting me come in and, and get the call It's been a great show
0: Absolutely Our pleasure honey You didn't introduce yourself at the beginning So make sure that everyone knows who you are
4: Oh I'm sorry My name is yours truly out of Houston, Texas You can find me on uh, all social media at Yours truly poetry It's Y U uh, R Z, T U R Y L Y. Yours truly poetry Thank you so much, and I'll be. Waiting. You're very welcome,
0: and we'll hear from you next week. Definitely. All right, then thank you. Fantastic job. Thank you. Bye, bye, sweetheart. All right, our next caller comes from area code four nine or four six nine four six nine. You're on the air.
20: Hey, how you doing? This is uh, MD Live.
0: Hey, sweetie, how are you doing?
20: I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Just wanted to come yeah. through and. Uh, One of my old pieces If you don't mind
0: Absolutely, my pleasure to hear you Please, yes
20: Alright This piece here Sorry, my phone is going off Like crazy This (laughs) piece right here Is called Better Than Girls And it's uh, a piece Written through the eyes of a woman (laughs) You say you love me but I lay here battered and bruised. One more of your blows, my life I could lose. I try to defend myself, but you are so much stronger than I. I stayed because I loved you. Now I know I must leave before you kill me. You say you love me, but from your mouth and your hands I am abused. The first time I forgave you, but never again. In times, my wounds will heal, but my heart is broken forever, not by someone I don't know, but by the man I married, and that man is you. You say you love me, but I can hardly move. My face and arms are covered in black and blues, a visual of your hate. I am not just your wife. I am a mother of your child. I am a soul that is hurt, but you don't seem to care. You say you love me, but I flinch whenever you're near. When you raise your voice, I move away, because I know what's next. A slap across the face, a punch with a closed fist. When I'm double over in pain, then comes a swift kick. You say you love me, but I sleep with a knife in my bed. I cry every night and pray that you would change. You say you love me, but that can't be true. Because if you did, I wouldn't be battered and bruised. Not anymore. Not today, not ever. I am free of you. And I survived your torture, your hate, your abuse, and peace.
0: That was absolutely phenomenal. And I'm, I'm not going to have you get too personal about it, but you had to have known someone who was abused or um, you had to have known someone no, who was abused to be able to write about no it like
20: ma'am. that. No, ma'am. Uh a, no? Lady, uh a lady put a picture on Facebook of her daughter on her wedding day and how she looked the next day. Wow. And I saw it at 5 o'clock in the morning and I wrote this piece. Was like, Amazing way a to
0: it. empathize then with with something. I mean it had to have been a pretty emotional picture for it to affect you like that. You did a great job on that piece. I mean if like I said, I I was sure that you knew someone who'd been through abuse to be able to write about it so clearly. And and just fantastic job on that baby. A
20: a lot of my pieces ended up uh, I started doing domestic violence pieces because of a book that I was writing. And uh I, like after that, I just started looking at things different, looking at what women go through and how they mm-hmm.
0: come out. So. Well, fantastic, absolutely fantastic piece. All right, do me a favor, sweetheart. Thank Tell you. everyone who you are again and how they can come find you and get to know you and your work better before you come back here next week and read.
20: Oh yeah, this is your guy, MD Live. You can find me on Facebook, on all uh, poetry platforms, on all uh, author platforms. um, And look for me soon to start my own uh, platform, which is going to be called MD Live Late Night Spotlights, where I will be honoring and shining the light on some of today's poets, authors, musicians, Artists, actors, so please stay tuned for that. It's coming real soon.
3: Absolutely. Um, be
0: sure to keep us posted on all that stuff. What's going on, and and you know, as it as it comes up, so we can join you with it. Okay.
20: Oh, most definitely will.
0: Perfect. All right, sweetheart. Appreciate you. Appreciate you being here tonight, and we will talk to you next week.
20: Yes, ma'am. We'll be here.
0: <laughs> Fantastic. We'll see you then.
20: Uh, All right.
0: You Our next caller comes from area code eight four eight eight four eight. You're on the air. Uh, eight is, actually on. we hold
3: have me. two, so
1: it's eight four eight two three. Oh, hold on. Hey, is that me? Can you
19: hear me?
0: It is you, Gregory. Oh, hang on.
19: Hey, you still there? Can I call you back? I call into this poetry show on Thursdays. (laughs) You sure? I'll call you right back. Hey, yeah, I wasn't really going to do anything. I just figured I'd call in and that would get my gears turning. So that's all. Hey, thanks. Hang on a second. Well, the festival's starting up in 2023, and that was only announced like a day or two ago. So there, Care anyhow. <laughs> Hi, Gregory. <laughs> I just, and I have a bunch of, I'm interv- interviewing musicians tomorrow, and they're pretty high caliber stuff. And so I figure, well, let me call in, it's Thursday, let me just call in, and I get my gears turning, and I get to listen to stuff, get a little inspiration. I don't really have to read anything, and you're all out of time, whatever. And Grey Eyes. me to go ahead and off-
0: mute you so you can keep listening, Gregory. I'm sorry? Do you want me to mute you so you can keep listening? No, let me blast through these, like, nine lines. Okay.
19: Gray eyes internalize a suffered sky, a fragmented window broken from the inside. A gray sigh that quells the uncertain sky, and the words fell hard. They shattered like brittle whispers ever wanting to be heard. And a cloud flower in rose ash... And meditative tea and judicious wine of a butterfly heartbeats, reconciliation. It's a gray canvas of nimbus patterns, a pastel sketching of rainwater filling a washing bowl. That's it, you know,
1: until there's part two.
0: Anyhow <laughs>
3: like Rainwater filling
0: it. a rushing washing bowl. That was awesome.
1: Great job, Gregory. Oh,
0: so, okay, thanks for being nice. You're we're welcome, because I'm always so day. mean to you. I'm sorry? I said, because I'm always so mean to you.
19: Oh, uh, and, yeah, we're quiet here. Things all right. It's kind of wild. So get a new heart valve. You know, it's, hey, it's, I mean, she's 91. It's fucking piss her. So we're cool. How's you guys over there? Dude, all this violent stuff, it's out of control. It's, it's things are weird now. I don't know. I don't have a lot of you know. Matter of fact, I don't have like any hate. So we, that's an out of character thing to delve into. Like a hateful heart. Like you can say anything. You can jam with us. You, you all that.
3: You just can't have a
19: hateful heart. You know. Then you're you're thrown out. You're not allowed to jam. You know what I mean? You can't mm-hmm. join the band if you have a hateful heart. <laughs> you no. Know, you can't. Sorry, right, Graham. Tell everyone
0: how to find you, baby. Oh, hey, you can go. Oh, no. Go on the,
19: it's called Bamboozle Festival. It's not that detached from poetry. Yeah, anyhow. Or you can find me on Hellbook. I'm open. Just find me a request. Or I'd like everyone who calls in, you know, to be on. It's cool. I don't really know what time it is. So you can find me on Twitter. That's more fun. I don't care about the Hell book. But go on the Bamboozle Festival 2023. It's a lot of artist development. Awesome. You know, Fallout, you know, Fallout Boys, Paramore, all kinds of wacky stuff.
0: <laughs> you know what I mean? What do we, anyhow, mm-hmm. well, thank you. Thanks a lot. You're very welcome, sweetheart. We will talk to you soon, honey.
19: Hey, yeah, thanks for getting my wheels turned,
0: and I appreciate it. Yeah, that that was good. You're welcome. Thanks. You're welcome, Gregory. Thanks, son. Bye-bye. All right. So our next caller, area code 2nd8482. You are on the air.
1: Hi, it's Rebecca.
0: Hi, Rebecca. Um, How are you, sweetheart?
1: Pretty good. Pretty good. How are you doing?
0: Absolutely wonderful. It's
1: good to hear from you. (laughs) I have two very short poems. Um, I just got a book published, so it came in the mail today, and I was like, that's awesome. So I'll read that. Um, It's called uh, Prune Juice. Prune the trestle, the trees. Here they wrestle with weight, holding vessel, sequester. Hidden meeting retreats into. The leaves are nestled within the beams. The winter seems to quiet at the seams. Isn't that what it means? To look for the pieces we protest. To prune the roots we erect. It seems to the pressure has swelled. Crafted to master matter of fact. The poet is compelled to even propelled. Creatives are the routine breakers. We are the wave makers. End poem. The second we are one the is wave makers. <laughs> the second one is called Young Roots. Oh, uh, am I only supposed to do one? Is it short? It's short. Real fast. Okay. Wake up, check your roots. How can you think to prune something so soon, follow the grooves, kick the dirt of your boots, we are now in cahoots, wake me up when the coffee's done, wake me up to the sun, wake me up when it's time to run, here I find a whisper of truth, hinted uproot, your root, it's time we wake up and look at our roots, we are born from static electricity and booms, the leaves that wind and render a bloom, remove the costume, it is time to be ourselves from the root through the leaves, sky blue, something we chew, Uh, apropos, all aglow, as above, so below, and that's it. Absolutely beautiful. All
0: right, Rebecca, do me a favor, sweetheart, and tell everyone how they can find you.
1: Um, I'm on YouTube, uh, Rebecca Burns. And then I'm on Tumblr, RSVP A S A P two porn. <laughs> and then I'm on Instagram, RSVP A S A P dot Poetry. Awesome.
0: All right, sweetheart. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Rebecca. Great job tonight, honey. Have a good one. You too. Okay. Our next caller comes from area code three one five. Three one five. You're on the air.
15: Nahila, uh, what are you doing, darling?
0: <laughs> Hi, sweetheart. How have you been? It's been a long time.
15: Oh, uh, it's been so long. You know, ever since MySpace, freaking, you know, the breakup and then coming on Facebook and all the, you know, the simplified bullshit on there and all the drama and all that stuff. <laughs> but uh, I, you know, I don't, I don't even know if you even know, but there's a Facebook. I mean, there's a MySpace. Uh, poetry group now really yeah all the people that we all used to you know follow and whatever they're all on there the play that that page is exploding i mean like it's unbelievable
0: it, it was a whole different world yeah it was a whole I different mean, place know, it's, back then it's,
15: it's, i mean you know like i like i got so far away from i got so detached from writing you know, you're trying to post poems on Facebook and, you know, like nobody's paying attention. Everybody's all fragmented. But, but you know, now that they got that new page, It's it's. I tell you, it's unbelievable. I'm going to send you an invite because you need to come in there. Everybody's in there. Everybody that we always used to read and, and whatever, they're all in there.
0: Wow. That's amazing. I'm really glad to hear from you. We've been friends for so long, and I'm so excited I get to hear you read tonight.
15: Wow, well, you know, i you know, it's, it's great to be back, and I know I should, I gotta hurry up because I know you got lots of things, but I, I, I wrote this brand new piece, that's dedicated to, to you, to Jimmy, Word Machinist, to Rose, to all the poets that we all know, and it's called The Poet. So here I go. I used to post poetry and then check it every ten minutes while hoping I was getting notes. If I got only a few comments, I'd inwardly bemoan. What the fuck do these people have to be shown? Can I not dissect these magic seeds I've sown? Look at me. I'm a rising star. I'm setting the bar. By next year, I'll be the Poet czar. Delusional thinking. I now know it takes a long time to learn timing, meter, and flow. What I really discovered, though, through patience and time, was that poetry isn't about making a name or garnering fame. And the truth is... If you're in it for money, then find another game. Poetry for me is more about making a deep connection. Creating a complex mystery that begs your detection, sometimes metaphorically weaving some misdirection is to decipher its meaning in deep reflection. It's not about collecting some tweeting affection. Sure, the affection is nice. Who doesn't love lights? Until the adulation becomes a vice, not unlike Hawaiian ice getting high on yourself and your hearty advice. It's not always about reaching the masses. Sometimes it's about uplifting that one lonely soul that everyone passes without so much as a high as they skip on by as that person chokes back tears when they needed a shoulder to cry. Poetry, to me, should help people think with our voice or our ink, creating a soulful lake, a mysterious pool from which anyone can drink. Uplifting one's spirits when they want to shrink. Perhaps keeping one clean when their life's on the brink. Poetry to me is a lonely endeavor. I can't always be clever. There's no magic lever to create magic whenever. More than my share get tossed in the land of the never. Like bits of yourself to reveal feels like they've been severed. I want a purge. It's not just an urge, not just an exercise in verbal splurge. If I keep my emotions internal, they become infernal, like hot magma released, becoming external. I prefer that purge so I don't have to journal, so I don't explode like a popcorn kernel. What a boorish world this would be in a world without poetry. Who would describe magic of illuminated shimmering waves? The soothing swish of ebb and flow beneath an iridescent moon in which you now bathe. As you're now drawn into the mist and the magic of a secluded island cave. And when I read yours, I discover these are the things that I crave. Who would decipher the mystical message written on a haunting forest wind, whistling through pristine pines that would be otherwise hid? Like a box filled with jewels where you, the poet unlacks the lid. The poet brings these surreal images and complex feelings to life, sometimes with the precision of a surgeon's knife that cuts deep to the soul through a mode of spoken word or the revealing truths that we write. The poet, though, isn't just a writer, the poet's a fighter, an emotional igniter using heartfelt expressions and words is the lighter. The poet has lived these things, Felt them deeply like the craggy voiced musicians who have lived their blues proud of their beat up guitar and their worn and their well-worn shoes the poet has experienced their intricate puzzle-like passages they lay out for you in thought-provoking hues in hopes they'll be viewed even if they're sometimes misconstrued sometimes poetry is an out-of-control fire that fills us with ire that literally makes us perspire with the note-bending tension of a suspense soundtrack's piano wire, hungry for more now, where the fear becomes desired. The poet takes us out on the edge of a skyscraper's ledge, sometimes splitting our mind with literary ledge, with a literary wedge. The poet can bring out the torrid passions of two lovers in breathless climax on a sweltering hot summer night, describing the thrilling sensation of a lover's sensual bite, make you long for the alluring succubus dressed in white, just before she takes your life. More than ever, this world needs the poets. Many people are sitting in isolation, all alone and filled with frustration, feeling like their lives have little meaning, suffering from financial preening. Then they watch the news and everybody's screaming, their brains shutting down from all the screaming. It's up to the poets to bring back the meaning. And.
0: Wow. That was phenomenal.
15: Absolutely phenomenal. I'm a little little out of practice reading, you know.
0: (laughs) Well, that's all about to change, isn't it? What's that? I said that's all about to change because now you're here.
15: Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, it's, (laughs) My my computer's been dead, and, uh, you know, I'm on the phone now. I haven't been here in so long. I had all kinds of trouble signing it in. I wouldn't accept my password, and, you know, so I wasn't even sure if I was even on. But
0: Well, we got you on, and you're here, and I am so happy and very excited. And I want you to, before you take off, I do want you to make sure that you tell everyone how to find you so they can show you some love, honey. Well,
15: you know, you know you know, the only place I'm really at right now is is Facebook. You can find me at uh Todd A. Carter. You can find my I got I have a writing page. I don't know if you have one of those light like pages, but it's kinda of bullshit. You know, it's kinda of like a business page. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but it's uh it's the collected works or it's not the collected let me let me I gotta look at that it's the it's a collection of poems by t. a Carter, and then uh I'm on myspace Poets and creatives past and present that's the new uh, site that opened up there's three hundred sixty members on there, and it's a lot of people that, that all used to interact with each other and, uh, that's you know, awesome. I had another piece I wanted to read, but you know there's so many there's probably too many people waiting and. You know, it's getting late. Well, that
0: just means you have to come back next week.
15: Yeah, well, I'll, I'll definitely be back next week. <laughs> and uh, See, and the other thing is too, The other thing, yeah, the other thing is too, I do want to donate because I want to keep this thing going. So, um, I have I, I I saw the link, but I wasn't prepared last week to do it, but I can this week. So, if you want to send me the link or tell me where it is. You know, if one of them things just kind of, like, pops up or isn't it right mm-hmm. on the page. It,
0: it right should be page. on my profile page, but I can send you the link, love.
15: All right. Well, no, that's fine. You know, yeah, send me the, send me the link, guys. Okay. And the next time I come on here, I'm going to try and come on here a little earlier because, you know, I wanted to have time to, you know, shoot the shit with you and, you know, ask the phone I with know you, I
0: talk too much. That's my problem. I'm so sorry, you guys. No, it's not, it's not true.
15: It's, it's not true. It's people that are unprepared when you tell them their number, and they're telling you about, you know, their, you, know you know hold on, and, uh, you know, I got this band thing going, and whatever, you know. Too much of that going on. But it's still funny, though. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, Todd. We will talk to you next week, sweetheart. Appreciate you so much. All
15: right, sweetheart. I love you. You know that. And, uh, love you, too. I'm babe. happy to be back, and uh, I'm going to try and come back here every week now.
0: Awesome. Okay, thank you.
15: All right, darling. You have a good night. Thank you. You
0: too. It's so good to hear from him. All right, our next caller, area code 8, I'm going to go give you the We have 863-501 and then 919. So 863, you are on the air. Um, I'm he- hello, Nita. Where did 520 go? Okay. Hey, sweetheart,
14: how are you, honey? Okay, I'm, doing how are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Okay, and um, for um, um Gary's poem, I got I have um on my back porch. I could feel the moon looking down on us, while I held you close and firm for a long time. I ran my hand over your silky hair down your back, while some of it tickled my nose, and I got some in my mouth. I still held on to your warm body, enjoying the warmth and closeness of my sweetheart. The end.
0: Oh, that was beautiful.
14: Yes. Okay, thank you. I love that one of his.
0: I love it, too. Yes. Very beautiful.
14: Okay. Okay. And and for me, I took, I'll do a short one since it's um, almost time. I, um, it's called Tune of Silence. The full moon shining on earth, the stars twinkling and smiling. As you took my hand, we walked to the tune of silence, just music in our minds. We didn't mind, for we're still in love after all these years. The end.
0: <laughs> That's beautiful, too. I love that okay. as well.
14: Okay. thank you.
0: You're very welcome, okay. sweetheart. Mm-hmm. Do us a favor. Tell us yes. how we can love on both of you.
14: Okay, um, you can find um both of us our books on Amazon.com. You can find now and forever our love and other love poems, um, the hour of truth, the blessings of our inner beings, and two hearts in one. You can find them all on Amazon.com, and you can find us on um, our official website, um, Gary and Norvin Snyder dot wix dot com front slash poetry and you can also find us um, find Gary on um, Facebook dot com you can find him on um, Beverb Be Nation dot com and poetry poem dot com and he's also Google Bo and Google Giggle Bo <laughs> <laughs> Yes, he is Yes, and then you can find me on ReverbNation Nation dot com Facebook dot com Poetry poem.com. And I'm also Google Bo And Google Bo And you can also find us Under Gary and Noreen Under co code, code Dash Five Dot com And then you can also Um Find us here on Thursday nights And Saturday nights You can find us On um The Facebook Live At the Poetry Club Here on Facebook And um Every 5.30 And then you can also f- You will find me on um Sunday night at five o'clock, I'm, be, I'm being one of the uh, four women being interviewed by Amazilia the, the Great. I'm on, I'm, I'm on YouTube.
0: I'm so excited about that. I'm so proud of you. That's going to be amazing.
14: <laughs> well, thank you.
0: You're very welcome, Noreen.
14: I'm so and thank excited Thank you for my... being
0: here tonight. What? Okay.
14: Pat, honey? Uh, oh, I'm very excited about it. My first time ever. You know, being interviewed on the show And I've been interviewed for newspapers But never interviewed on a show like this So it's
0: This will been, be pretty amazing Yes All right, sweetheart Appreciate you so much We'll talk to you next week Yes All right, okay. love you, hon I'll be We'll see you week. then
14: oh, Okay, we love you We'll see you next time Okay All right, baby
0: Bye-bye
14: Okay, okay. talk to you later
0: All right Oh, I know. No bye-bye. Okay. Our last caller of the evening. Looks like we had someone drop. I don't know where 520 went, but they held on for a long time. We even called back in. I felt really bad. But I don't know who that was. Area code 919. You are on the air. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> hey, sweetheart. You barely got in. It's good to hear from you.
17: Yes, good to hear from you too, my dear. It's a wonderful day. What's going on, It's almost eleven o'clock. Is it eleven o'clock? Under that. What's that? I say, what is it? What is it? Eleven o'clock. It is. So it's closing time. I don't. I don't even have a poem about closing time. <laughs> You know, I, I like to be considered. I like to consider, be considered a, po- a, a poet who has a poem for every moment. But I don't have one for closing. Time. I probably do, but I don't. Probably in, in a book someplace. <laughs> yes, so, what so, do you
0: have for this evening, hon?
17: What do I have for you? What do I do not have for you? That is the question. Well, let me see what I have for you. Uh, what do I have for you? I'll make it easier on myself. And I'm going to give you... This is International Poetry Month. I'm, I'm going to give you a poem about women. This poem is called... Woman. Upon entering the establishment, mine eyes behold the surroundings, chose the path that I would tread and set off then forth. Ten paces into my journey, I saw her. There she stood woman life itself almost upon her I read her name tag discerned her name and spoke it vigorously it was then she looked up to acknowledge me Who this opens Pandora's box? I am she. This is my world. There is no other like me. You have no idea what you have done. Mine eyes all the while fixated Upon her, grasping every inch of her, paying attention to detail. I feel the life in her engulfs me. Suddenly I feel so consumed. I Inhaled and exhaled repeatedly. Gathered my thoughts. Almost overthrown by this wave of power. Coming the closest that our path would cross. I thought, women are so epic. They each need their own zip code. Thank you. Thank you.
0: I think that's probably one of my favorite lines you've ever written.
17: Which one? Which The, the last, line?
0: So, yeah, the very last line, yep. Yeah. So epic, they need their own zip code.
17: Woman, woman, epic. Awesome. Woman, epic, my dear. Trust me, dear. Hey, what <laughs> means... They brought me into this world so that make them a damn big, big thing, because I think a lot of my damn self <laughs> and, the, and, and and if woman, and if a woman gave both to me, that means she's the shit, she gotta be the shit because because she if she could make one like me, big respect that big respect
0: <laughs> <laughs> What an artist she was, right? Oh. You know, uh, of the highest order.
17: (laughs) Of the highest order. Uh.
0: All right, Granville, do me a favor, sweetheart, please, and tell everyone how they can come find you.
17: Uh, You can find me on Facebook, Granville John Edrington, and on Instagram of the same name, YouTube, Granville John Edrington or Granville the Poetry Man. I do not tend that medium as much as I should. But it's up there and most most social media outlet, that poetry and spoken word is done. You'll find some a small piece of it somewhere. you.
0: Very but, cool. Yeah. All right, sweetheart, great job and we will talk to you next week. Yes, ma'am. Awesome. God All right.
17: Have Thank you, have baby. Bye bye. Me too.
0: You, too. Bye bye. Bye bye. All right, everyone. You have been listening to the Speakeasy Cafe open mic poetry show, The Sound of Ink. I want to appreciate let you know that I appreciate all of you being here tonight. Can you tell I'm getting tired? Ah. I appreciate you all being here tonight. And uh, it's just it's been amazing, both readers, listeners, all of you. Appreciate it. We will talk to you next week. I'm going to close the show. So, You know, it, I'm, I usually do pretty good at the beginning, and some of you may not know this, but I have that stupid retainer thing in my mouth right now from the surgery I just had on my fixing, my fixing my jaw from when it was broken. And so it's really hard to talk, and I can really, you know, usually I'm okay at the beginning of the show, but I can really tell by the end of the show that my tongue is starting to lag. But, okay, so anyway, glad you're all here. Glad you were all here. Great show. Appreciate it. Love you guys. All that good stuff. I'm going to close the show tonight with a track by, where to go, where to it go? It go? Um, by Sean Collin, and it is called Chemistry, and we will talk to you next week. Good night, everyone.
21: The first cock I saw was in a catalog. They were selling sex tapes. I fished it out of an old man's mailbox. I'm sure he was disappointed when it didn't come. I came for weeks. My door had no lock on it. I was 14 and terrified. Witness the power of the explicit image destabilizing adolescent orbit, the concentric circles of maturation growing ever wider under the weight of desire, the velocity of exodus bidding farewell home planet, but is everybody like this? Doomed satellite seeking new orbit to wrap itself around. Like the tuning of an imperfect radio, hands fumble with the knob. I've been looking for truth is the blues, and finding pop song with great frequency, you'll hear love, love, love is all you need. But do you want something else? Are the building blocks of instinct just foundation for the towering mechanism of human culture? Pornography like some bat in the attic designed to sell you sex with a parasite stitched under its skin. This is commodity. This is fetish. This is appropriation. This is sales. Sales, 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 clerk. There's a boy wandering the department store. Looks a lot like me. Has empty hands. Appears lost and waiting for something brighter, some promised thrill. Eyes pointed upward, searching for someone who will help him. Among the thousands of skinny, angry people, packed into northeastern apartment complexes like so many cheap cigarettes, they burn for nothing, want nobody, are determined to be untouched. Don't ask them what they're waiting for. They only speak supply slash demand and cliché television workplace rhetoric. When you work for a living, you're dying. When you hunger for touch, you eat nothing. So, try nostalgia fix for all first times. Maybe once that was you. What were you on? A couch? A button? A bed? A joint? A bottle of whiskey? The backseat of a car? Unbuttoned shirts? Skirts? Pants? Eyes? Hands? Taking in the body of a lover like a foreign jukebox of endless something else. And maybe that first time you didn't think about disease. And maybe that first time you didn't think about pregnancy. Maybe that first time all you thought was, ah. Finally, finally. The hand extends. Lift the chin. Hey, you're beautiful. Be close to me. Now take that feeling. Cushion it with collagen lips. Throw in a bass drum beat, tie it to something else that nobody really needs. That's your culture. That's your culture. That's our culture. Modernization, promised orchestra, we were supposed to be singing by now, we're choking west, west, westward, optimism, bullets, cheaper than food, sex is free, to sell shoes and then banish after the 32nd spot, love, the lifestyle choice to be experimented with in college, like the first finger or fist strangling out universes in a single stream of constellations lately? I miss the guilt I used to feel after every orgasm, but not enough to deny that I have them. We all long for a conclusion that will never come. Though every movie we've seen ends tears and explosions, kissing credits, nobody loves like the movies. Everybody loves like children, waiting for something brighter, some promised thrill. Their empty hands are naked prayers, their eyes pointed upward, searching for someone